Well, Garth, it's the end of the year 2018. What a year. Oh, it's been fantastic. So many things have happened this year. We've got a lot to cover on this episode. There's a lot of things we've meant to talk about during this year, and we haven't got up to them yet. This is the episode. Yeah, I think we're going to need an extra long episode to get through all this stuff. Like, I want to know how many things make a pattern. We will definitely let the people know. Just like we're going to tell them about the weight of falcons. And Olympic heroes. We've got to talk about an Olympic hero. And as long as we can link it to plane crashes. Lots of plane crashes. There have been a few of those this year. I've also wanted to know how protesting works. Oh, we're going to have to touch on that. Yeah, yeah, I need you to explain some things to me. Okay, and then we got to talk about, like, celebrities that are good and bad to me. And the Buck Hunter series. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe we've been a whole year without talking about the Buck Hunter series. I know, right? Oh, we need to talk about royalty. But it has to be tasteful. Of course, this is Wiki Review. Yeah, nothing crude on that. No crude royal stuff. Gotcha. And I want to see your Canadian stoner impression. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> oh, if possible, if we could take a moment and I could explain how a fat guy would do a survival show. Yeah, and we got to talk about targeted advertising and I want to see a Brewster's Millions reference. <laughs> oh, if we could get a fire in a place with a funny name, we need to discuss that. I feel like that'd be a good topic to discuss. And I'll need to put out a disclaimer in case Hitler travels forward to the future. People don't think about that, but it's a real thing. You've got yeah. to put a disclaimer in. Because last year we released our episode on New Year's Eve. This is two days before. Anything can happen. And then we'll probably end on all the people who've died this year. Well, really, we might end on movies. You tend to grab Gravitate towards movies. All right, let's wrap this year up. Go shoot some pricks. What do they do? Who cares? Give me a gun. Oh, good for them. They work things out. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't even know one of them was a country. I've seen it enough times to just go, this isn't going to work out. I'm not cleverer than everyone else involved. Hello and welcome to Wiki Review. I'm Ben Graw. I'm Garth Remington. And on this episode coming out on New Year's Eve, Eve of the end of 2018, we figured we would do our end of year wrap up show where we tie in the whole year by reviewing the Wikipedia page for 2018. 2018, baby! What, what? <laughs> uh, what was your sound effect for last year? Do you even remember? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, Imagine celebrate good times or something like that would have come out. That's just off the top of my head if I had to make a guess at what I was going to do. You probably went 2017, what, what? I know, right? And last year I would have been there going, no, don't do the celebrate good times thing because that feels like you've done that before. <laughs> you were thinking that I'm like, oh shit, what sound effect did I do last year? Yeah, I legitimately went through that going, I think I said celebrate good times. Do something else, Garth. Do something else. <laughs> yeah, we should have listened to last year's episode in preparation for this one to figure out what we did last year. Yeah, but that's not how we do things. But yeah. all of you guys should go listen to that if you want some nostalgia. A year's long enough to be nostalgia, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so you can listen to that one and then let us know what we did because I'm not going to check it. <laughs> Write in and Facebook me or something and say, hey, you did the same sound effect, you cheap prick. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably look into it and I'll put it in the show notes. Excellent. <laughs> okay. I'll either say Garth does a new sound effect or Garth redoes the same sound effect from 2017. <laughs> 
And then you'll have to wait a year to hear 2019, baby. What, what? <laughs> now it's a tradition. It has to happen three times to be a pattern. Does it? That's the rules for patterns. Because I wonder that we have our Christmas special and we have our New Year's thing. That's twice now we've done them. Does that make it a tradition or we have to do it another year? To be a pattern, it has to be three. I've heard, and I don't know if I agree with the guy, but anything can be a tradition. Even if it's the first time it happened, they can claim it's a tradition. I think things have to happen more than once to be traditional. I know people who've been bushwalking twice and then say, yeah, we're the type of people who go bushwalking, but they only <laughs> go those two times. I'll double that. I know people who like go to something or they read a book, <laughs> like one book, and then they're like, yeah, I read. <laughs> no, you don't. You read. <laughs> so 2018, to start off, Wikipedia has told us that 2018 has been designated as the third international year of the reef by the International Coral Reef Initiative. But I mean, if you were the Coral Reef Initiative, of course you'd be trying to make every year the reef year. <laughs> they don't want a day, they want a whole year. And it's the third time they've done this. So what, is every second year like the coral year? So wait, this year's got like two days left. Yeah. And that's when we're like spreading the news of coral reef year, guys. I think What's it... 2019 then? <laughs> coral year. Let's yeah. just do that. It's got to be the fourth year that they do it. <laughs> it's probably three consecutive years. <laughs> they said it's the third international year. It's the third one since 2015. It's like farmers saying this year is the international year of farmers. You don't get to claim that. Someone else has to say, all right, you get that. But next year is going to be 2019, the international year of wiki review. Yeah, we could have our own year. Yeah, we can claim it. Like we can be the coral reef initiative types. Well, 2019 is going to be the biggest year in wiki review yet. It is. It really is. I don't know that for a fact, actually. Yeah, I've gotten so blase about just making bold statements with no backup that I just went with you. Yeah, sure. Biggest year ever. Biggest year ever. Why not? 2019. Get ready for it. It's just days away. You can't prove it won't happen mm. unless you listen to everything. And then at the end of the year, you can tell us that wasn't bigger. And we'll be like, haha, thanks for subscribing. <laughs> you still listened. We've achieved a few things in 2018. Didn't we release our YouTube channel this year? Yes. And I got potty trained. Finally, I'm a big boy now. No more on the huggies. High fives all around. But yeah, we released the YouTube channel. It's still kind of in the potty training. It's getting there. Stage, isn't it? Yeah. You can see like a progression of the videos getting better. From, oh shit, we've got to release a video. We better make a YouTube channel to, all right, maybe it's time we stop and organize things so that we can release things on this channel. So we're growing up. It's like YouTube's hit puberty for us. Though that things you wouldn't want to hear at doctors say, we love that though. Oh, absolutely. Like love that so much that you you're going to be hearing a lot more things like that all throughout 2019. Not only are you going to hear things like that, you're going to hear things you wouldn't want to hear like that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen uh, to this in a couple of months. That's going to be hilarious. And join the Humidor Facebook page for that to make sense too. Yep. We got your back. Yeah. So the YouTube channel, did we do anything else? Not really. <laughs> Did we lose the comedy room this year? Did we have it this year? It feels like we did. I think we did. At the beginning of the year, we did. So we lost a point for that. But then we gained it back with videos or something. Whatever. In fairness, the person who owns the pub doesn't own the pub anymore. So <laughs> it's out of our hands. Yeah. Change of management. Yeah. We were a success. It's all corporate. It's all politics, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I count that as a win. Okay, we... so that's a win. Two wins. Yeah, we put on comedy shows at a venue successfully completed. We went as long 
long as it physically could. We successfully mm. ran them all the way through as long as that venue existed. And we were in a TV pilot that might not get seen by anyone. Tradies, if that ever exists. You more than me, but um, <laughs> if you put it on pause and do that frame by frame, you can totally see some Garth in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in though. I am so in. And we worked on something else that's going to Tropfest, which be interesting to see what that looks like. We're not in it visually, but if no. you check out all the photos of the making of, you'll see me there standing awkwardly. Hey, if all the people in there are lit up, that's because of our mad reflecting skills. Yeah. <laughs> and none of that stuff would have been there if I hadn't like carried things. I'm a valuable member of the team. <laughs> 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 like a donkey on one of those trails. So for the two of us, though, 2018, that's been a pretty big year. Yeah, we've done stuff. We have done stuff. All right. Go us. And more than anything, I think we've actually stopped just sitting on this couch and talking shit like we are right now. Totally stopped that. And we're actually getting things together. And 2019, I do actually think it's going to be the biggest year ever. Best out of three, right? Yeah. <laughs> though I will admit, out of all the things that we have done and we are doing, I still like the podcast the best. I know, right? <laughs> and that's not just like a kissing ass thing. I actually do like this the best. First off, I don't have a light in my face. I'm not struggling to hide how much I sweat. I am a sweaty guy by nature. Yeah. You put me on camera, <laughs> between every take, I'm dunking my face in an ice bucket. <laughs> just to look like a human. This is awesome. I can do this. There's no retakes. That's just done. We can just sit here with our wangs out, <laughs> shoes off, just being calm and cool like we are. Oh yeah, and not having to look good for the camera. That's helpful. I think not having a camera is a huge plus for me. Yeah, we're not going to ever do a video podcast because to hell with that. Yeah, you don't need to see that. You'll be sadly disappointed. I know you probably envision us. We're riding like mopeds <laughs> as we're talking and yeah, there might be like some juggling and you know, elephants in the background. It's, there's sometimes a cat. That's we, true. We can give you a cat. <laughs> you guys know that having a podcast is fun. Most of you guys probably have one. <laughs> <laughs> what has the rest of the world been up to for 2018? Yeah, well, it's the end of the year. It's time we look into some news. Because aside from being the year of the reef. Which I'm sure we're all aware of that. Well, every, we are now. Yeah, every day I got up and I'm like, hey, it's a good reef year. So we sort of have different ways we can go. We can either go by date or Which by topic. Every, yeah, so everything or we can topic it. But the topics all have their own pages too. I you say, can do by place and there's literally every place in the world. Obviously, we're not going to do that. We'll look at Australia. You know that Animaniacs Yakko's World thing where he sings every country in the world? United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, something or other. No, keep going, keep going. No, no, they get the point. They get the point. <laughs> no, no, finish the song. <laughs> Don't name another country or we infringe on copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like the lyrics to that. It really is. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to look into the movies and possibly television. I think we'll give archaeology a miss and I'm just going to put it straight out there. We're not going to look at elections. Well, wasn't there really only one election that people cared about? That wasn't even this year. That was last year. Well, there's going to be like across the world elections. I'm sure there was some election somewhere. Oh, wait, no, Trump's been president for longer than that. I think that's probably the biggest story of this year is, hey, we're nearly done and hey, he didn't kill us again. Like hit the halfway point or something, haven't they? He's got to be about two years, is that right? Yeah, but you know they're going to re-elect him anyway. Oh yeah, he's totally getting back in. That's got nothing to do with reality. That's just the way things are. It's going to happen and you're just going to go, of course, of yeah. course, what else was going to happen? It is fun to see though, because when he got elected, everyone went, well, that's it. We're all going to die. The supporters were like, oh, he's going to change everything. And now everyone's like, all right, well, there's a douchebag in charge. And they're like, see, he didn't ruin everything. Every Everyone's just changed their level of goal. <laughs> He's going to change everything. Okay, look, he didn't screw everything up. 
up. It's going to lower those expectations. All right, so what do you want to do? Events or topics? Let's look at January and events and see if there's anything we even recognize. Okay, the 20th of January in Turkey. Oh, God. Oh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. What, Zong Zong and Hao Hao? Are you looking somewhere Someone, else? Someone, no, Recap Tate. There's two Ys in a row. I can't pronounce that. And there's like a thing above the G. Recep Tayyip Uroga. Urogan. Urogan. If you're Turkish and that offends you, just message me. It's some Turkish name. He announced the beginning of the military offensive to capture portions of northern Syria from Kurdish forces. Amidst the ongoing Kurdish-Turkish conflict. Sounds kind of delicious. It sounds like a kebab. Does, doesn't it? (laughs) Hey, can I get extra Kurdish on that? You want falafel? Of course I want falafel. All right, well, I gotta say, it's not a strong opener. It's nothing fun, is it? Yeah, I'm not really up to date on Turkish-Kurdish politics. They kind of rhyme. Did they do that on purpose? Maybe that's what the argument's about. They keep getting mixed up with each other. They're getting each other's mail. Look, all the rappers, they are mocking us. (laughs) We make it too easy for them. You change your name. You change your name. I have heard of Syria. I'm aware that something's happening there. Yeah, but it's probably not good. Oh, no, it's not good at all. But I'm aware of it. 31st of January this year, we had a total lunar eclipse and it's called a supermoon. It was also referred to as the super blue blood moon. All right. Well, my fantasy football team has a name. You can click on that. Blue moon's a real thing. I mean, they don't happen often, but apparently it's a real thing. Yeah, I think it's when the moon goes completely dark. The dark side of the moon is all of it. Pink Floyd, man. Yeah, I still can't tell what a blue blood moon is. Oh, this is just a blue moon. Blue blood. Isn't that like royalty? Because when they say a super moon, does that mean the moon's bigger? Yeah, it's really close. That's not an eclipse though. An eclipse means it disappears. Well, it's a total lunar eclipse as a super moon. So you can't see it, but it is really big? Yeah, it's the biggest it can be and you not see it. It can't be any bigger and you don't see it. (laughs) It was the biggest invisible thing you've ever seen. (laughs) All right, I think we've nailed the blue blood moon. It sounds stupid and reductive. All right, SpaceX, I've heard of that. Yeah, that's that Elon Musk guy. They successfully conducted its maiden flight of its most powerful rocket to date, the Falcon Heavy, which a heavy Falcon, wouldn't that just be slower? Yeah, wouldn't you want a lighter Falcon? Shouldn't it be a big Falcon rather than a heavy? Maybe it's a step up from the Millennium Falcon. Because when birds get heavy, don't they become landbound? That's how how the chickens work. Yeah, and ostriches and shit. Maybe that's why that's all they've said. Look, we've had the most successful, powerful rocket to date. That's only because before that you had the super freaking heavy eagle. And then there was the fat bastard rocket before that. Apparently the Winter Olympics was this year. It was held in Pyeongchang in South Korea. I kind of vaguely remember that. That sounds like something. I mean, Australia doesn't take that much note of the Winter Olympics. Well, what are we really good at? In the Summer Olympics, we're good at swimming. So you can't swim on ice. (laughs) We've tried. It's just guys hurting their heads. One year we had a good skater. He wasn't good, but he just didn't fall down. I love... Stephen Bradbury. Look it up. It's great. It's doing a Bradbury. It made into the history books because everyone else fell over. But what I love is that he won our first gold medal because everyone fell over and he just managed to stay upright. Well, he was so far behind, he didn't get caught up in that thing. Mm. So he just stepped over everyone and got to the finish line first. He was number sixth in the world, I guess we'd have to say, because he's clearly (laughs) good enough to make it there. But apparently the race before that, four people fell over as well. And everyone's like, actually, this is a common thing. So he did a great job. What I love about it is the very next day, a girl won a gold medal for Australia for doing the ski jump spinny trick contest. Legitimately. She actually was the most talented and she won by points. No one gives a crap about that girl. Yeah. Because of the way he won and the way Australians are, we're like, oh, top bloke. He doesn't deserve it and he got it. That is a better story though. But that poor girl, she trained so hard. I think she got a chewing gum ad. Could you imagine if you were 
Joshua entered into a UFC tournament. The greatest fighters are there. And you're kind of scared because you know you're going to get the shit kicked out of you. Yes, I'm just there to get the paycheck. Then everyone else gets disqualified. And you are crowned champion of the world. Like, I walk into the ring. The guy across is like a monster. They say, let's get it on. And then he has like a heart attack and falls to the ground. Uh. And they're like, winner. And that just keeps happening. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm the champ. Afterwards, that's probably the most scary that becomes. Because <laughs> you are now the champion of all mixed martial arts. You are considered the best, but you never beat anyone. And everyone knows this. <laughs> Everyone wants to take you now. And I personally would know that the next person I fight is going to beat me. (laughs) And like bad. There was a guy in the beginning of the UFC. I think it was UFC 3 where like the big main guy, he got injured and fell out. And this guy was the second alternative. One dude had an injury and they gave a replacement. Second dude came in in the final match. There was an injury. So he came in as like the other other guy in the finals, the belt competition one against a guy who had fought the whole way through and was all bloodied up and beaten up. And he won because the other guy was pretty much down and he was fresh. The next UFC, everyone just wanted to kill that guy. Like, <laughs> they were gunning for him. Like, you're the champion. You didn't really earn it like anyone else. <laughs> so I do not wish that upon myself. That's what I do. The Seinfeld. I choose not to fight. <laughs> I'd win the belt from all heart attacks and then tell everyone, I'd like to announce my retirement undefeated as champ. You know, I could probably take it if it was skating, but probably not fighting. Because skating, all right, I just, fall behind everyone else and everyone's like ah they're faster than you yeah we already knew that yeah don't get punched in the face yeah but when it's like fighting and when people have a point to prove like those guys get kind of intense (laughs) sometimes they don't hear the ref call stop and the ref can't necessarily pull them off Uh, he doesn't want to get close oh I see the fury in that guy's eyes just let him hit it out I can feel the heat from here (laughs) he's gonna sleep well tonight (laughs) (laughs) the other guy's already asleep (laughs) he's out he's still out and he's moving but he's completely unconscious that's just the vibrations from the punches so yeah in summary winter olympics sucks (laughs) they should have ufc on ice then it would be a little cooler like if they mixed luge and jousting you start on a little sled at two tops of two mountains and it just collides in the middle oh i'd watch that i think both people are gonna die i know right the audience wins every time luge is the one that i kind of look at and go i could kind of do that because it looks like just an amusement park ride it's like when you get your sack and you go Mm. down the hill except there's the one called backwards luge where you go head first no couldn't do that one you know people die doing that that's like ridiculously dangerous though the bobsled would be fun I'd do the bobsled before I did luge because luge you're on like a thing and you could fly out at least I feel like I'm in a car (laughs) okay break if I was putting a bobsled team together would you be in yes (laughs) let's die together it's gonna be great (laughs) because you know that I would bring you down and I know you'd bring me down would you feel a little more reserved when you found out I'm the guy who's steering the bobsled. I will be the guy at the very back <laughs> just so I can jump off when like things start going pear-shaped and I'm going to know it. I feel this jerk in the wheel and you're like, hey, did the sled just get lighter? I'll see you at the bottom, guys! Good luck! So yeah, Winter Olympics sucks. So does that mean two years till actual Olympics? How come the Winter Olympics doesn't have a handicapped Olympics? It makes more <laughs> sense that it would happen, right? I mean, right after the end of the Winter Olympics, you can't tell me there's not enough people who would qualify for the Paralympics. I mean, it's got to be events. Just like get them in their wheelchairs and just push them all down a hill whoever gets down the fastest gets a gold medal <laughs> that's why 
everyone can compete in that. So they should have the special Winter Olympics. Which is just everyone who lost mm. the original one and got injured doing it. It's like second draft pick kind of thing. Mm. Like everyone who got knocked out of the tournament to see who gets the coveted prize of second with the broken limb. And the snowboarders can enter in both. Yeah. They're disqualified. It's fine. In fact, they get a medal if they show up to either. <laughs> Good luck. You found it. <laughs> you got up in the morning. <laughs> uh, what's that say about Western Australia? Oh, is there an Australian thing? Yeah. Kay Goldsworthy becomes the first female... Ah, uh, a chick priest. <laughs> you sounded so disappointed with that. Sorry, a chick archbishop in the Anglican Communion for the Anglican Diocese of Perth. I saw Western Australia and went, oh, what's Australia doing? The fact that that's the first female archbishop, it's kind of like a little late. Who cares? It's the church. They can do whatever they want. They believe in hocus pocus. Yeah, they can believe what they want, but it's like, that would be groundbreaking if it happened in the 60s. That's not really an achievement. That's like, I saw this black guy and I didn't call him the N-word today. <laughs> Good for you, church. Good stuff. <laughs> Well, they're trying to show they have a good relationship with women because their relationship with children hasn't really got a good history. <laughs> Shift the focus, guys. <laughs> there was a plane crash on February 11th. There's been a couple of plane crashes. I'm sure they'll come up. In it, Moscow. It, it left from Moscow. Where did it get shot down is the question. Or did it, it get shot down or did it I, just I think it just crashed. I don't think it left Moscow. It says shortly after takeoff. So it went from Moscow to a little further in Moscow. Downtown Moscow. <laughs> and killed 71 people. You'd think you'd hear about that, but then people die all the time in Russia as rude as this sounds it's not actually news if anything it'd be like only 71 people died go Moscow good for you guys huh keeping it under 100 <laughs> I wonder how many people were on the flight then was it like 100 on board but only 71 died ironically there was only 15 on board I think that that would be an amazing rush being on a plane crash and surviving mm. surviving like relatively uninjured I don't want any like disabled crap because that yeah, like, would be a bummer like walk away your seat just kind of lands in a field just unbuckle get up and walk home oh that would feel amazing and you've just got like cut some bruises a little and you're just like I'm actually kind of fine no you don't even have your hair muffled uh. now the question is after that are you done with air flight forever or do you think you might just be God I think I'm a mortal yeah that might be it I only use plane now doesn't matter where I'm going catapult me I'll be fine I mean I've thought of this it's the only superpower that if I had I wouldn't necessarily know I have it yet because I've never died it's only when something really horrific happens to you and like you kind of wish you were dead that's when immortality kicks in no but imagine you get hit by a car and it kills you but then you just like get back up and you're fine again that's when you find out isn't it yeah and you just feel like oh cool I'm immortal now I know this but then you don't want to test the limitations of it but then the other way around okay so whatever divine power comes down and says hey Ben you're immortal you're not gonna test it out what am I supposed to do exactly to test that out like you have to believe that guy I would more want not feeling pain because dying would hurt that even would... if I'm immortal because you get like shot in the stomach or something and just laying there for ages going oh I wish I would die because you still have all that stuff in fact when you take a fatal wound it stops hurting after a while because your body's fading away and you're not really there but if you live forever you're going to be there not just for the initial wound and the bleed out but for the healing for packing your intestines back in your stomach for all the crapping into like a bag because it's not all put together properly yet what happens when I run out of blood what if I'm bleeding out and then all of a sudden all my blood's gone and I'm just like well I'm mortal so I can't die but I have no blood I think you just go bloodless you can't do all the things that blood lets you do but you're still alive what does blood let you do live yeah but I'm immortal so that's not a problem yeah but then like, I guess you can't move your muscles you can't
can't move oxygen around your body. This is where immortality needs side notes and asterisks. So does that mean you're like Wolverine and everything just heals? Does it mean that nothing can puncture you? In which case, how do you get a haircut? What if you're immortal and you just kept getting older and older and older? Just like everything's frail. Because that's the thing too. You get hit by a car, you get up again. Your bones are still broken. Yeah. That's going to hurt a lot. You know that you can go through the pain and get the pins put in and everything fixed. I'd just slowly but surely if I was immortal, just get titanium everything. I'd become Wolverine, but I'd be like a 96-year-old decrepit man. So like Wolverine in the last movie? Exactly. Okay, you find out you're immortal. You know that it takes time to heal. Do you get the claws? I mean, if I'm getting the rest of the skeleton, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not that much more of an upgrade. I probably wouldn't make it special thing to get just the claws. But if they're in there? If they're in there anyway, I'd be like, oh, I may as well just chuck in the claws while you got me open. Yeah. Since you got me open, I may as well, right? I wouldn't want to regret this moment. I'm not healing twice. See, I think it'd be cool because I'd do like the shing shing and then I'd look at them and just be like, I have no use for these whatsoever. <laughs> and then where they come out would just be bleeding. And even when you retract them, you still have these really deep cuts. <laughs> so you just be getting blood over everything. You're like, come on, clot. I'm so screwed right now. You punch people and they're just getting bloody. Like, just look, okay, it kind of hurts, but it's more gross than anything. See, some guy would come to attack you. You'd punch him in the face. And because you got the metal bone thing now, that, that would, would like hurt him like a motherfucker. And you'd be like, huh, turns out that's fine. You don't need the claws. <laughs> I think I'm fine. I can open tins with my bare hands. Okay, the next problem though, diseases. You get AIDS. You live long enough, bound to happen, right? You don't die from it. You're just always sick and frail. This is kind of sounding like it sucks. <laughs> I think I've talked myself out of immortality. No, I want perma-vitality. Well, that's the thing. If you get granted immortality, you need to read the fine print. Yes. It's all in the fine print. And we've seen this. Ever since we were kids, we'd watch those shows where kids get to make a wish. And because they don't put enough detail on the wish, I want to be really good at guitar. Okay, but women will hate you and you'll have a small penis. What you needed to say was, I want to be good at guitar, have a huge penis and have women love me and have nothing bad ever happen to me. I'd love to see the devil work around that. I want to be happy for the rest of my life and have everything I want come true with no side effects. Go. Well, that's where you have things that can be open to interpretation. Because when you say nothing bad happen, bad according to who? Nothing bad according to my will at that time or any prior or after time. What if the devil goes, well, I'm not actually a mind reader. Yeah, you are. You're the devil. Can the devil read minds though? I thought that was something that only God could do. If he can grant your wishes and he can figure out what you'd hate. That's because he watches you and spies on you. I think he's been around long enough that he knows the vibe of what you enjoy because how else would he know what you hate? Yeah, but he's trying to make you jump into specifics so he can have his little workaround. Because it's kind of like saying killing is okay, but murder is bad. Murder is just bad killings. But how do you define what's murder and what's just for killing? Is it murder if it's self-defense? That sort of thing, yeah. No, you just got to say, at any time when you're unsure devil, just come down and ask me. <laughs> I'll let you know. At all times, I will be the decider on these things. I wish to be completely in charge of my own fate. I want a begrudging devil. Like, he's signing it, like, muttering under his breath, like, bastard. I need the soul. See, I think for me, doing deals with the devil or doing deals in the twilight zone have the same rules. I'm out. I've seen it enough times to just go, this isn't going to work out. I'm not cleverer than everyone else involved. I would bring in the finest legal team. Although the problem is most lawyers are already aligned with Satan. He'd have the good ones, wouldn't he? Yes. Like, you know Jesse Jackson. He might be a perfect, upstanding Christian, but you know he'd represent the devil. He has the finance, he's always in trouble, and he needs someone that good. I don't know, you always think that you can beat the system, though. I like, I've given you the hypothetical with the monkey paw, where I give you a monkey paw and say, look, you get five wishes, but look, I've tried this. You can't beat the system. You cannot. So just hold on to it, never use it.
Of course I'm going to have a go. <laughs> There's no fun if it's just like, oh, we've decided that you're a good person. We're going to make your life good. No, I need to beat you at this. But at the end of it, when it's wrecked your life, like it's even taken away from you things that you had, or are you handing it to the next person? Cause you got to pass it on or you die. So you hand it on to the next person and go, look, I know what you're thinking, but you can't beat the system. I was told I didn't listen. I should have listened. No, I would be like, well played monkey paw. <laughs> well played. Cause there'd be some fine print that I didn't get. And I'd be like, that's my fault. If life screws me over like it does on a daily basis, I can't do anything about it. I can't stop the world from shitting on me. But if I make a wish and it's me not having the forethought to make the proper wish, I know that no matter what I say, it's going to be failed. But I made that mistake and I'm comfortable with that. And when I pass it on to the next person, I'm going to be like, so here's where I screwed up. So you just need fine print for that. Think past that. you got to think big picture, dude. Big picture. I will advise them. <laughs> I just had this image of you sitting in a gutter and tattered rags looking at this monkey paw going, well played, monkey <laughs> paw, well played. <laughs> Touche, right? Because you got to respect good craft work. That's the monkey paw's profession. Especially you're looking at it going, you did give me exactly what I wished for. This is exactly what I wished for and I'm miserable. How can you not respect that? Yes, I'm unhappy. Yes, my life sucks. But it's like, you know, you're having a bad day, but then you hear someone playing violin like you've never heard it before. You don't appreciate violin. You don't really care about violin, but you go like, that's amazing that you can do that. I'm having the worst day ever, but like, good for you. All right. So what else happened in this year? We're still in February. Uh, plane yeah. crash was uh, the last thing we looked at. And then there's another plane crash in February. Uh, that sounds like a bummer. We yeah. already did all our plane crash stuff. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We're going to talk about immortality and wishes again. Oh, that was fun. We can do that. Yeah, let's just loop back around. Guys, just rewind just... back and just listen to the previous bit again. Okay, former Russian double agent Sergei Skipple and daughter Yulia. I imagine that's like Julia, but with a Y. Are poisoned by the Novichok nerve agent in Salisbury, England. Didn't see that coming. UK counterterrorism police investigate amid speculation the Kremlin was behind the incident. I kind of remember that, actually. It made the news. Yeah. It was kind of weird. They kept going. It's just like out of a spy movie. These people have been poisoned by the KGB. And, and they're Russian. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's Red Sparrow. <clears throat> when I read that, I just saw Red Sparrow and that sounds like Red Sparrow to me. <laughs> it's good to see Russia's active in this year. There was a school shooting in Florida. I think there's a couple, wasn't there, all over the place? I kind of lose track of the school shootings. I assume there's always like at least one. Oh, that was the one where the kids said, we've had enough. You got Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you got <laughs> All right, we're done being shot. It's kind of amazing that no one did that before. That's the really amazing part. The weird thing is is that's the last one. (laughs) Has there been another one since then? We'll find out as we go down. As we go down. There's probably like one every month. That was the one where the kids had the big rally and said, Mr. President, get rid of guns and stuff. That was also the one where they said, how about instead of gun control, you just be like nice to people so they don't feel like shooting people. And the direct quote from those kids was you didn't know this kid. So you just flat out say that no, this kid I cannot be nice to. No wonder he shot you. <laughs> I kind of want to shoot you. Terrible tragedy. No one should ever get shot, but no one should be bullied to the point that they want to shoot people. I mean, imagine that kid didn't have a gun. So what, he's just going to be crapped on by all these little pricks who are like, yeah, I'm an activist now. I'm changing the world. Everyone listen, because I didn't get shot. All right, and that's a good way to end this year with my political rants. Yeah, if you think there's a kid who might do a school shooting, just say hi to him. Be nice. Yeah. He might not shoot you. <laughs> Billy Madison. He just called up Steve Bashimi, said, I'm sorry I picked 
picked on you, which he did relentlessly. He said, that's no problem. He crossed him off his list, put lipstick on, and then went and shot someone else. That's all you have to do. Just be nice. Don't be a dick. Don't be someone worthy of being shot. Isn't that a good rule to live by? Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I being a dick here? Anything else in February you want to hit? No. Nah. Okay, let's go down to March. I've seen that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, oh, goes guy. to North Korea to meet leader Kim Jong-un. To discuss a denuclearization of North Korea, yeah. which hasn't happened. No, it was pretty non-eventful. They said, okay, we'll do it, but then they haven't done it yet. But that's like me saying, oh, Ben, I went to this big movie studio to have a discussion about our next big million-dollar blockbuster. That's great, Garth, but did you actually meet them? No, they didn't know I was coming. <laughs> and there's no way that's ever going to happen. But I went there to talk to them about it. Good for you, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Two crazy weirdos. Hey, look, there's another plane crash in March 12th in Nepal. Well, I'm not flying anywhere. Yeah, well, I'm not flying anywhere over Asia or Russia or Eastern Europe. This one only killed 51 people. Yeah. The other one was 71. That's nice. At least they're coming down. That's an improvement. Yeah. Like, from this point, like, you know, when you're giving the press conference. Okay, so another plane crash, but it was like 20 less people. I mean, we're getting better, right? Yeah, it was less than last time. It's fine. Next time, we'll be even less. Statistically, we just improved. Before long, everyone will survive in the plane crash. Oh, hold on. This is your thing here. On March 14th, in response to gun violence in the United States, particularly triggered by the Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Which is the one, which we, is the one we just mentioned. Parklands, Florida. Thousands of high school students across the country participated in an organized protest they called the National School Walkout. That's a mulligan of a protest. Hey guys, we're going to protest this thing, so we're all going to get up and leave school. I'm in. Wait, you don't know what it's about yet. I'm in. Oh uh, yeah, when I was in school, if we were having a protest, I would have left school for any cause. We want to kill the dolphins. I agree! To the streets! I could admit, if I was at work tomorrow and someone said, hey, we're protesting, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. The middle of a shift. I would drop whatever I'm holding, <clears throat> it would land where it is, and I'm out. How does a protest work? If oh, I... I can answer this. It doesn't. Carry on. Okay, let's say <laughs> at my place of work, they all decide to go on protest. I don't get paid for being on protest, do I? No. Not unless you're in a highly unionized because there are some organizations and industries where they're that highly organized we're going to do a walkout in protest but you still have to pay us that's when you know you've got your employer by the balls but that'd yeah. be awesome yeah if they did that that would be sweet but you don't know because that's the trade-up i mean at school yeah i'm out mm. but as much as i hate work i do need to pay my bills but then what would you be like if people are like oh you're not doing the protest what are you a scab no i'm poor <laughs> do i get to go home or do i have to stand out the front holding a sign i like to think that the act of leaving work is the protest protest. I mean, if you guys want to stick around and make your point, that's cool, but I don't want to cause any problems. My sign may not line up with yours. <laughs> Hi, mom, it's Garth. Yeah, see, I just want to go home and watch Netflix. Mm. And I'm happy to go back to work even if we don't get the conditions we asked for. I'm I wasn't watch- even sure what they were. I don't know what the problem was. It didn't affect me, but I watched Netflix in protest. <laughs> I caught up on a whole season of community because that's what this protest is about, really. Community. <laughs> uh, Chevy Chase. He got ridden out in the last couple of seasons. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, him and Dan Harmon, the guy who made it, they didn't get along. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Chevy Chase doesn't get along with a lot of people, apparently. Yeah, no, he did not make friends. Yeah, it is annoying that there are some people that I'm fans of, but I wouldn't want to meet in real life because you just know they're douchebags. Kind of famous for that. To be fair, it's not his fault. He did a lot of pratfalls and he's on painkillers and he's constantly in annoying pain. That'd make anyone crabby. I was going to say, he did Caddyshack, so give him a break, mm. but like, that 
that's kind of a thin egg to lay on, isn't it? I gave you Caddyshack. Yeah, but it was only good with Bill Murray and the gopher. Everything else sucked. Do you think Bill Murray would be good to meet in real life? It's either a yes or a no. There's no in between. I know that's what I reckon. It's 50-50 with him. Some actors I feel I know, or some famous people I feel I know. Eminem, I feel, would be a douchebag. Chris Pratt, I feel, would be great. Some people would just be nice and some people wouldn't. But then, okay, Donald Trump. He could be the coolest guy to party with if you're like one of his boys. You're either down with him or he'd just be a dick to you. And yeah, he falls into that range of you're on the wrong side of this right now. See, I reckon he probably just talks a lot. Anything he says doesn't connect to what you've just said. He's just doing his own thing. Yeah, you're kind of irrelevant. He'd be doing that whether you were there or not. I imagine when he's alone, he's still just doing that. If you leave the room, he doesn't notice. You can't pause Donald Trump to go to the bathroom. George Bush Jr. Now there's a guy I'd party with. I reckon yeah. he'd be so much fun to go and hang out with. He probably wouldn't be too much fun right now. No, he's not in the best state, which we'll get to that towards the end of the year. But yeah, he does seem like he would be fun in real life. Like, I've heard that a lot of people who meet him actually do like him a lot. Like, it's not that he's a good president or he should be in that at all, mm. but when he was president all the way back to he was a teenager, he would have been the dopest guy. He would have been breaking out the cocaine. He would have been passing your beers. He'd give you a nickname. You'd be like Benny Grawbear. Imagine you're out partying. You have Bill Clinton, George <gasps> Bush Jr. <gasps> and Obama. You know that Obama's probably not the coolest guy? He's not the coolest guy, though like, you think he would be. Lovely man. Yeah, you go and look after the country or whatever. You go be that figurehead, but you know that he's going to be driving you home. He'd be the designated driver. <laughs> He'd be the one that George Bush would be throwing the beer cans at the back of the head while he's driving. <laughs> while Bill Clinton, even though he's another party, would be egging him on. Like, oh man, <laughs> throw another one, throw another one, bro. <laughs> See, that's it. I feel you'd go get smashed with George Bush Jr., do like a bunch of drugs, and then you'd go with Bill Clinton and then just like hit on a bunch of girls. Yeah, it'd be great. And then Obama drives you home. Then Obama drives you home. Oh, yes, I, I prefer to stay with water. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking water tonight. Uh, you boys have fun at your strip club and cocaine parties. I will stand here making sure that the meter doesn't run out. How are you the whitest guy out of everyone here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he got to be president. And I've heard many African-American comedians say that Bill Clinton is the first black president. And to this day only. <laughs> I do think that Obama does give funnier speeches, though. Yeah, he's got a bit of hip to him. Bill Clinton is slick. When he says a speech, it's not that it's funny. It's that he just weaves and moves. He's just so smooth. <laughs> when George Bush gives a speech, it's kind of like a joke that he's telling that no one else really gets. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. So we're going to invade a country. <laughs> oh, those guys going to be so scared. <laughs> you don't have to listen to George Bush because every comedian will repeat what he said after. Afterwards. Same as Trump, it's just direct quotes. Oh, this is sad. March 19th, the world's last male northern white rhinoceros dies in Kenya, making the species functionally extinct. Meaning so there's still females, but it's functionally extinct. So if someone said to you, like, this is the last white male rhino, it's probably going to die soon, would you jerk it off? I would be <laughs> trying desperately to get it some rhino tail. <laughs> you save the semen, though, and then you can impregnate others. That's true. We can bring it back from extinction. You could be the most famous 
famous rhinoceros wanker, <laughs> Greenpeace would be like, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a humanitarian. He saved a species. I don't want to be famous for that. That's I <laughs> never want to be famous for that ever. You and Monica Lewinsky. Like, that's like Lewinsky famous, but uh, like bestiality. I would rather have done Clinton. <laughs> I know, right? I just like the idea of the hippies all coming up. I want to shake the hand that jerked off the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a firm grip. I know that the species is in good hands. <laughs> Please stop talking about the specifics of what I did. I like to not think about it while I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I do it the way that I was brought up. I just cut off the nutsack and just be like, here's the nuts. Put it in something. <laughs> I'm not jerking that rhino off. Just throw the balls down on female. There you go. I don't know how these things work. Well, whoever was put in that situation clearly just went, no, I'm not doing that because the rhinos died out. <laughs> Come on, you've got to. It's like, you know, when the guy gets the snake bite on his penis, but you got to suck the blood out. You're going to die. There's nothing more to it. I imagine the rhino would look at the guy like the guy's like, all right, I got to jerk you off. And he'd be like, I understand you're not going to. And that's cool by me. I get it, dude. <laughs> It would be weird being put in a real life hypothetical scenario like that. Yes. Like you have to jerk off a rhino and you're like, this just sounds like something I'd talk about with my friends in a bar. <laughs> this is like the, what would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have other options? But, okay, here are your two options. Would you rather jerk off a rhino and be the most famous of all time rhino jerkers? You'd be the only one. So everyone would be like, hey, you rhino jerker. Probably the other option. Or be hated throughout the world because through your inactivity the rhino went extinct and everywhere you go people are like we hate you you didn't save the species because they didn't jerk off a rhino that's right but if you jerk off the rhino people will be happy but they will be happy that you jerked off a rhino and they will mention it constantly I don't know that, that's kind of difficult I don't want to be hated how intense <laughs> is the hate does it affect my day to day life pretty much anytime you go out in the street people might spit or throw something at you you definitely cannot walk down a street without someone yelling something out of car at you I feel I would be back and forth about it and I could end up on yes <laughs> you jerk of a rhino you queer bestial you're sick you're disgusting <laughs> this is a trap <laughs> no go on but no soon as you get that rhino in front of me I would just look at it and go I'm out I'm 100% out now I can't do it especially I don't know much about rhino anatomy but I imagine you'd have to two hand it you can't just imagine it's like yours because imagine this you're sitting in a bar with me and we're talking right <laughs> yes and we're sort of like joking around and go would you suck a guy's dick for a hundred million dollars and you're like yeah sure it's a hundred million dollars why not and Zip. then instantly some guy taps you on the shoulder and goes I got a hundred million dollars will you suck my dick you're like whoa hold on a second hold we were talking hypothetical <laughs> here now like <laughs> let me get my head around this I wish I could remember the comedian it's one of my all time favorite bits when you're young you'll joke you know like you know what would you do for a million dollars and because we're guys it always ends up would you suck a dick for a million dollars, you just suck a dick. And as an 18-year-old boy, you're like, no, I'd never do that. I'm 45 now. Hell, a million dollars per dick? Line them up. <laughs> I'll take 10 dicks, fly to Tahiti, spend half a million on mouthwash, forget it ever happened. Hell, for a million dollars, I'd wear a t-shirt that said I sucked a dick with a picture of me doing it. But I want the money first. I'm not falling for it like last time. <laughs> That's Stanhope. That's not Stanhope. That's uh, he's a Canadian comedian. Is he it? sounds just like Stanhope. I'm pretty sure it was Doug Stanhope. Uh no, he was on an episode of Corner Gas. Corner Gas, Brent's brother. Uh Corner Gas. God, the internet's amazing. Oh, Cousin. Let's try Cousin. Yeah, that's probably more right. Yeah, it's Carl. Cousin Carl, played by Mike Wilmot. Who's he's, Mike Wilmot? Um, can you see the picture down there? He was 
That guy, no, not that one. See, above with no shirt on. Probably not the best picture of him. He was in All Gone Pete Tong. He describes himself as the best comedian in Canada, which means I'm the best comedian in my price range. Very dirty man, but he's the one who said it. Fair enough, then. Shout out to Mike Wilmot. We hope you're doing well. I thought it was a Doug Stanhope bit. It sounds like a Stanhope, doesn't it? He probably has something very similar to that. Except with Stanhope, it's not a million dollars. It's like 10 bucks. <laughs> So I think there would be a difference between would you suck a dick and would you suck this dick? Yeah, when it's in front of you. And it's like, the same with the rhino. It's like, would you jerk off a rhino or would you jerk off this rhino? <laughs> it's a very different statement. You're actually looking at it. You can see the veins and everything. Yeah, like, you can see the rhino cock you have to jerk off. Yeah, because when it's a rhino, not this rhino, if it's a rhino, that's the rhino you could imagine that you do it to. Your fantasy rhino, as it were. The one that would be palatable to your delicate sensibilities. (laughs) (laughs) But once you're there and you can feel its warmth coming up its body. And its hair, the fine layer of hair on its wrinkly, armoured body. I imagine it'd be really hard to get under there. You wouldn't be comfortable doing it. You'd have to kind of squat and like your back would hurt while you're doing it. And it's not just like, oh, I gotta do this. Like, You'd have to like pump. I mean, you'd have to work it to get there. You'd have to be like a guy in like a butter churning competition. Yeah, what if you got halfway through and just gave up? Because then you're a guy who's who's hated and and you half jerked off a rhino. So you're the most hated rhino jerk offer up. That's the worst scenario out of all of those. I guess what our message is, if you're going to touch a rhino's dick, just finish it. That's the best you can hope for. After you've made contact, the best you can do is complete the task. (laughs) Don't be known as the world's most famous Quitter. <laughs> Bet the rhino would love you after that. That's a good ally to have in the world. Yeah, but if it kept like following me around and nuzzling up to me, I was like, no, this is creepy. Go away. Can we just be friends? <laughs> like, don't let everyone know. Hey, and they like each other. Look, they're like lovers or something. No, he's following me around. It was a booty call. He knew what this was. <laughs> he meant nothing to me. And that's how you kill everyone who's like, yeah, you saved the rhinos. So you just did it to jerk off a rhino? You didn't want to save? Shut up. What if you went to the trouble to do it and then they found out that the semen was infertile? At least you tried, right? <laughs> like, I can't hate you for that. You went above and beyond. You should get more than if you even helped them survive the species. You should be given a Nobel Peace Prize for jerking off an infertile male rhino. Well, that's the thing because it wasn't successful. Nobody would care. So it would kind of be the mutual thing where you would have just jerked off a rhino and no one would really know or care but you would know I'd feel more like a martyr then like because it went down in flames but you did everything including putting your reputation out to try and save it after a while of being called the most famous rhino jerk offer I'd own that like well what have you ever done for the world huh <laughs> look some of us aren't afraid to get down on our knees crawl under grip fate by the hands <laughs> and massage it to a better future it may not work but at least we're trying Someone's telling a story about I went to Africa last year And I got so close to a buffalo I could touch it Oh (laughs) let me tell you Let me tell you how close I got to a rhino (laughs) You didn't get as close as I did did you I like to think the guys are like I got so close to a rhino Then you walk in the room and he's like Never mind Forget my story What were you guys talking about? Nothing (laughs) Mr. One-Upmanship You know you only got to stand next to that rhino because of me That's right I made it like people Ironically, all this jerk-off talk, the reason they've gone extinct is because people think that their horns are like penis power or something. Did we cover that on the list of pseudoscience? Yeah, and tiger penis. I know we did that. I'm amazed that that's something that they extinct an animal. Maybe it does work. Not anymore, because it's gone. Yeah, human horniness can wipe out entire species. That's right. It made our species.
species going completely out of control. Yeah, there's way too many humans and we're still killing other animals so that we can make more humans. Mm-hmm. It's not that they can't, it's that they can't do it at a fast <laughs> enough rate. We need more. Grind up horns, sever genitalia, something. That's how you get a, an erection, right? Oh, <laughs> look, another plane crash. Really? They're just falling out of the sky. That's horrible. There was a terrorist attack in France. Ah. Killed five people. There's a lot of those ones. Was that the guy with the van or the... There's a lot of them in France. Yeah, there was a few. That's what I think this year will probably be remembered of, is that France has gone a bit postal. They got a lot of terrorists in there for some reason now. And now that we've got a whole year to actually look over, because the year started with, they got the terrorists. They're being shot up. They're having all kinds of horrible things. But the people didn't stand up and unite until the government put an unfair diesel tax on them. (laughs) That's what's united the country. Wait, wait, you're going to charge us more for petrol? Forget the shootings. Like, that's like, what are you going to do, right? The whole country, if you've seen the footage of it, there's just so many people standing up. They've had enough. They're outraged. They are outraged, exactly. Well, they've also got a continuation of that march against guns with 900 cities internationally taking place. Internationally, like in Australia? We don't have guns. They probably just mean like it happened in Canada too, or like in Mexico, some kids ran out of the school because the cartel showed up with their guns. Mm. Ah, guns! See, they're protesting too. Yeah, they're also sick of getting shot. But I think that's exactly what I said before. Internationally, some kids went, hey, you know, if we all get up and walk out of school, we'll be considered heroes and then we don't have to be in school. Yeah, let's do that. There's a dark part of me that's like, is it kind of funny if one of the kids there just decided to make a shooting that day? (laughs) I mean, then it's not on school grounds, right? That's got to count for something. It's not a school shooting. It's a protest shooting. And it'd be really hard to organize their uh, emergency get under the desks when they're all walking out of the rooms. Hold on. There's actually a good plane story here. In March 25, Qantas launches direct non-stop Boeing 747 Dreamliner flights between Perth Airport and Heathrow Airport. It really just sounds like I didn't add them. You did. Making it the first commercially non-stop service between Australia and the United Kingdom. Remember, that's Qantas, people. Fly the kangaroo for a better sky. So who do we talk to at Qantas about getting paid for that? They listen. They listen? They'll just send us the money? They'll get back to us. Swish. So I assume we want you to take these flights? Yeah, well, they didn't crash. Unless they don't pay us, then don't take these flights. They'll probably crash. Look, if Qantas doesn't pay us, everyone, Singapore is the greatest place in the world. You should always stop over there when you're on your way to England. They got the best airports. We will double dip on this. Yeah. <laughs> just play both parties. Someone's bound to give me something. We'll just do both and I'll cut the one that doesn't work. <laughs> Call their people. Hi, Singapore. Yeah, <clears throat> are you interested in Wiki Review? Hello? Do, 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 do. Hi, UK. <laughs> is that the Qantas? Yeah? Oh, we've been hung up again. Well, good for Qantas. They're expanding. And then more people die in Russia. Yeah, in a fire. At 64 a shopping, people. Shopping complex. Shopping and entertainment complex. Ooh. So that just means there's probably a cinema there. And they had like four arcade machines. <laughs> we have the Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. You like, you put coin in, you move little mouth, he eat lots of dots. I don't mind a good arcade, but I hate when you go to those places where there's like maybe like two machines and then there's like one of those claw game things. Yep. You don't see a lot of pinball around these days. Pinball has really gone, because that's your analog video game. I see them every now and again, but they're more like for pubs and stuff. When people are drunk and go, hey, I can do that. I like a good pinball machine though. And my favorite's always the shooty one. 
ones. Yeah, we got the gun and you have to shoot the animals. I like Buck Hunter or something. Yes. I was really good at that Buck Hunter HD because they had a little thing where you could type in the account and it all linked through the machine. So you typed in your name, gave it a little pin code. Internationally, you're recognized on Buck Hunter. Yeah, so if I go to like a Buck Hunter HD and I type in that same pin, they actually ended up sending me a little card. I went on online <gasps> and sent them my address and they sent me a card. That is so cool. So I swipe it and it just logs me on automatically and it totals my high score. That's so cool. I got addicted to that game for a while. Isn't it addictive? Oh, it's crazy good. When I lived a little closer to the city, there was a really ghetto fish and chip shop that mm. got it. So I just spent so much time there. And then later on in my life, when I was near a movie theater, you know, where the, it was a good arcade. So I went through there and went, where's the Buck Hunter? I found Buck Hunter in like the darkest corner. It was like, they just put it there because like that's the last thing that no one wants to touch. And we'll just put it in this crappy corner. But that's the only game I wanted to play. And as I'm playing it, this water from the air conditioning kept dripping on my head. <laughs> like it is literally the worst place you could put this particular game. That makes you feel like you're outside. That's what in I the got. Wilderness. It really does. You're absolutely right. Uh, that's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get this big game. Yeah. The which Buck Hunter did you play? I don't know. Just, just the arcade one. I don't know what it was called. One on like a big flat screen TV, and they had girls for each of the levels that were these models. They were dressed up in sexy hunting equipment. No, that's not the one I played. I just had animals that I shot. <laughs> I just killed things. Okay, people are putting in coins to play this game to shoot things. How do we entice them more? I don't know, like sexy hunty girls? You're a genius, Johnson! Hey, it worked. To be fair, that's like the same move they do for everything. Do you remember Command & Conquer Red Alert? Yes. Okay, so I found there was another version of it like later on where they went a bit crazy with like, as the Russians, you can have bears and you have oh, these really? guys with shields and you know how they have the videos between each one? Like, it's pretty cool. Like, you got Stalin and that. This one, it's just all chicks with low-cut tops. Like, uh, for some reason, they're in charge of both armies. That's awesome. See? <laughs> I kind of want to get this game now. <laughs> I just sold it to you. I know, right? Uh, do they send us a check? That's Command & Conquer. Check it out, guys. Available on all good PlayStation 2s. <laughs> this is our new style for sponsorship. We're just going to do the ads first and then ask for money later. It's a real scattergun attack. We'll just throw out a bunch of different things and see which person bites. Uh, what else we got? Got Russian diplomats being expelled from 20 different countries. Oh, because of the guy being poisoned with his daughter. Oh, we had the Commonwealth Games here. I remember something about that. Oh yeah, it was held on the Gold Coast. Yes, I do remember that. Because we're all told to stay the hell off the highway. Do not go to the Gold Coast. You're going to block up traffic. And then no one went to the Gold Coast. And anyone who lived there said it was like a desert. <laughs> you walk out and there's just no one anywhere. It's kind of like if you're in high school and you're having a party and you only want to invite the cool kids and none of the lame kids, but then no one shows up and you're like, maybe I should have just invited the lame kids. It should have invited everyone. Yeah. Because they had actual billboards on the highway saying, do not be on the road. Like, we're told to get out of our own town. I didn't go there during that time. Yeah, we all said, let's not do that because that's a stupid idea. It did anti-tourism. You dropped numbers for everyone. The exact opposite of why you spent millions of dollars trying to get it. Also, it's the Commonwealth Games, the Olympics special little cousin. <laughs> There's no special Commonwealth Games. I think there'd be a lot more competitors from the African nations. And that's what the Commonwealth Games is. There's a couple of African nations. They win the running. There's Australia. We win the swimming. And then England, I don't know, fencing or something. Something which requires an outfit and gear. Ooh, we can make a call back to Corner Gas if you like. <gasps> I always want to. There's a thing here about a semi-truck collides with a bus carrying Humboldt Broncos ice hockey junior team. That's, that's sad. But it was in Saskatchewan. Hey! 
Well, you can't complain that the roads were like rocky and on edge because that's flat ass. It killed 16 and injured 13. And so, yeah, it sounds like they were kids playing hockey, eh? Oh, boy. Because hockey team. In the driver's defense, he did say he was sorry. <laughs> this is all kind of depressing. I got excited because I just saw Saskatchewan. And then as I'm reading it, I'm like, this story is kind of a bummer. I just assumed everything that happened in that entire state of Canada was uplifting and funny and really witty. Apparently there's a Syrian civil war. Yeah, that was that thing we were talking about. I told you that it's Syria, that's a place. I really know nothing about global politics. I just know that everyone there wants to kill each other. And yeah. as much as we try to separate them, they just really want to kill each other. I just assume a lot of people in these countries don't know where Australia is. I don't think it matters to them. They're more interested in like America and England. They just assume we're all English. Well, we may as well be. If anyone rocks up to help them, it's going to be the British army. Oh, and some Australians are, are you guys going to war? Yeah, we'll come with you. Oh, is America going to war? Yeah, we'll go to war with you, mate. Go shoot some pricks. What do they do? Who cares? Give me a gun. Well, we don't have to worry about fighting the Syrians. They're fighting each other. Awesome. So we're in April and so far most of it's a bummer. But yep. there was some cool SpaceX stuff. And an Air Force crash killing a lot of people. Planes are falling out of the sky. Yeah, you're magnetizing towards these plane crashes. They're just soon. everywhere. Planes just keep falling out the sky. I never realized how dangerous it was to fly. Look, I'm getting on a plane in about half a month, okay? It's like one every month. So yeah, just hope that one crashes before yours. So then the one for the month is done. Try to go on like the 30th of the month. <laughs> and if it hasn't happened by the 30th, take <laughs> a bus. Oh, here we go. April 18th. Cinemas open in Saudi Arabia for the first time since 1983. In other words, the, my entire life, because I'm 84, they did not have cinemas in Saudi Arabia. And the first movie in 30-something years, because I don't know my exact age, in 30-something years, the first film they see is Black Panther. That sucked! There are so many great films they could have shown them and been like, here's something really cool. We would have picked The Matrix, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Either that or Terminator 2. Yes. Back-to-back -back screenings. Movie marathon, guys. Oh, yes, we like the Terminator. Hasta la vista, Black Panther, that's a bit too black pride. I don't know how they feel about black people. It's very harsh on Americans. And it hates white people. Yeah, so I'm, I I can see why they'd be down with that. There's a little bit of an anti-American vibe. Because yes. it's kind of like that liberal American vibe, which is also very anti-American. Yeah, Americans hate Americans, but they love their country for all different reasons. Let's go down to May. The wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, yeah, yeah. The chick who flashed a stuff on a show Suits is now in the royal family family and she's a bit black but you can see her boobs so that's cool yeah so you know never got that with diana <laughs> it's like it's a reality show the royals we need to spice things up we need a crazy person who's not afraid to flash on international tv they said it had a global estimated audience of 1.9 billion that's more than our episodes of wiki review get only just though i mean <laughs> we're talking about per episode whereas they only had the one i mean if you combine our episodes we're still no freaking where near but <laughs> <laughs> we can solve this. Why don't you marry like some princess chick? Oh, damn it. You're already married. Are there any available princesses around though to marry? Is Shannon royalty of any kind? I feel it would have come up by now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweetie, why is this crown in the dishwasher? If she's listening to this podcast and then just like pauses it and comes into me and just goes, oh yeah, I am royalty. Like I have a castle somewhere. Yeah, Luxembourg. Didn't I mention that? You never listen to me. I would move to Luxembourg to become a prince. Why not? <laughs> I'd do that in a flash. Middle of this podcast. 
Turns out I'm royalty. It's all right. You're not worthy. <laughs> exactly. Garth, you can follow me and be my squire. You can pick up after me. No, it's still possible, man. Shannon could be like, look, I just had to wait 20 years to know you were serious and you've passed the test. Now you can be a useless prince. <laughs> I could be useless prince. That'd be good. Wouldn't it? And I mean... It's a good role for me. Is there a prince that isn't? Because I feel if you're useful as a prince, that's a wasted opportunity. They're not going to ask me to make decisions, are they? Because that's a bad idea for them. No, I'll no. destroy Luxembourg. Step one, it's got to be the queen or the king who actually make the decisions. It's Ste- going to be royal blood. I'm not blood royal. You'd be like the guy who's married to the queen. He's a lot of fun if you ever read up about him. He's the inappropriate guy in the most must be appropriate place. <laughs> He's great. He's like the stepfather who came into the really hosh posh family or the guy who didn't quite marry. He's just like the Netflix and chill buddy to the princess or something like he's just there he's great he's the only guy in the world who can walk up to the queen and go go on show us your tits (laughs) and she just might she wouldn't do that if I said it I reckon I could convince her not both I reckon I could coerce her into like a just a nip flip. See, I'd be in for that. That's a good story. That's better than the rhino. It has nothing. <laughs> that's not about like, wow, that's such an amazing thing to see. That's like, how did you pull that off? <laughs> that's like breaking into Fort Knox. How did you get the gold bars out of Fort Knox? How did you get the titties out the queen's dress? That's impossible. All right, so royalty, good stuff. They made another royal, but I think that's later in the year. So we'll but talk about that later. Plenty of royals always popping out everywhere. That seems to be like As soon as you marry A royal member You just get pregnant Straight away Like that's what I'd do If I was a chick No even as a guy First thing i do Just get her up the duff For the first time in my life I'd see children As an investment And security in my future You would actually Have to have kids If you were a royal There's really no choice You gotta pass on the bloodline That is your actual duty Isn't it I didn't even think of that I just thought of like Now I've got my claws in her But you've gotta only Make the kids You don't really have to Raise them or anything Because She doesn't either and stuff. Yeah there's a whole Royal procession that does that for you all you gotta do is just make sure you land them in the right place well your job is now to ejaculate in someone that's a pretty good job and you get to wear nice clothes all the time you know and you're driving cool cars it is my number one career choice they, I don't know how much say they have in what they get eaten but let's say eggs make you like far more potent do you just sit down like now you're married the first day first meal together you just get given this huge plate of <laughs> eggs and they're just like eat it <laughs> that's your duty now you eat this stuff you do these exercises you must wear these boxes not briefs yeah that would suck if you just end up being a prince but you just get told what to do all the time you're like this isn't what a prince should be like (laughs) why should it be any different to any other marriage and Ben is that really a step down from your current situation (laughs) at least now you got someone driving you bigger house too you need to travel a lot on like good planes not the ones we've been talking about (laughs) well you can't travel on those planes anymore yeah that's true you get your own plane on May 25th they repealed the ban on abortion in Ireland you can now abort your fetuses so you know Enjoy that. Wasn't there a vote recently in Queensland for abortion? It was this weird thing where Ali actually told me she went through the city and she saw like all these women protesting like our body, our right. And I'm like, aren't they allowed to get abortions? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And yes, they can. But apparently it's not legal. And we had some whatever and apparently it's legal now. And we're like, wait, it wasn't? I thought they raised the time you could do it or something like that. No, you could not get an abortion. There was some very specific reasons you get abortions which mainly had to do with your personal health like if you're gonna die from it or something they can do that it kind of made me go do I not know what's happening yeah did I just assume this was happening and like maybe that's why they take it so seriously yeah I think it should be legal up until like the 75th trimester after that that's on you right you really should have thought ahead (laughs) 
It'd be good to have the option open. I do like that as two men, specifically underlined in bold men, going, wait, it's not legal? Because <laughs> that doesn't concern us at all. Like, it should. That should be something intensely in our brain. Like, wait, why is this not a thing? We need this to be a thing. But that's someone else's problem. Wait, it's not legal? Shannon, you're up to date on your birth control, right? <laughs> yeah, suddenly you're involved. Look, I'm just checking your pill case, okay? Like, one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Come on. Take it. I want to see you take it. <laughs> now, show me your tongue, bottom and top. <laughs> Ben, I assure you, I do not want to be pregnant by you. <laughs> You're the best birth control there is. That's how I live my life. So May doesn't look like there's anything good. June! Let's be hopeful. They had the World Cup for soccer. Ooh, skipping down to the bottom. June 24th, Saudi Arabia allows women to drive. Woo! Yeah, good for them. That's insane. I can't even believe they allow that in this country. <laughs> I know, right? What a wacky world we live in. So wait, they can drive, but they can't get abortions? What's going on here? Although it does sound like progression, it's so far behind that it kind of just makes them seem Stone Age-ish. It's just like the Archbishop female thing in Australia. Yeah. Like, good for the church. You let a woman in. Hey, good for Saudi Arabia. You let women drive. Why do they even not let women drive? Or basically, yeah, because they're not people well, there. they're not even allowed to go places unless men are there to take them. There's a whole thing. I'm pretty sure it's somehow related to how they interpret their religion. I assume, if TV's taught me anything. <laughs> oh, we skipped over, like, I found something good. Canada on the 19th of June becomes the first major industrialized country to legalize cannabis for recreational use. Yes, you can smoke weed in Canada. It was reported on that day pretty much across the country, weed sold out. <laughs> the entire freaking country. Okay, whether you smoke it or not, I don't care. But if they legalize it, you go, all right, I'll join in for this one. Do you remember when the first Krispy Kreme in Brisbane opened up? <laughs> and there was like a line around the block. block. Imagine if it was weed. <laughs> Everyone, stop what you're doing. No, it's legal now. That means it's morally okay. <laughs> But the whole country. I mean, Canada's already a pretty peaceful place. Yeah. But everyone just went, you know what? Like, all the hockey teams hugged each other. There were no fights on the ice that night. They may as well have made it a national holiday. Everyone called in sick. It probably is like an unofficial, like, no one scheduled it. But no one rocked up to work either. Including the bosses. And no one sort of said anything. See, I think there would just be this kick from, like, legally buying it. You remember when you turned 18 and you go into the bottle shop for the first time and they go to you like... ID and before when you went in there that used to freak you out because that meant you're not getting booze now but now, but now you're just like oh yes they told me if I give you this card <laughs> you'll sell me this beer oh I just saw the movie uh, Lady Bird recently which is a good movie check it out if you haven't seen it it's a chick graduating from school in like 2002 yeah. totally relatable <laughs> that's our time period but the day she turns 18 she goes to the store buys a lottery ticket smokes and a nudie magazine <laughs> because she can it's my birthday today so I'm buying these things because I can and that would be it with the weed like, even though you may not even want to smoke it, you'd buy it just because, hey, it's legal. Look what I did. Yeah, there'd be people who would just buy it and then chuck it on their shelf and then just be like, meh. That's going to be worth a lot of money one day. Yeah, if you had the only bit of weed left from the day, because everyone bought it and smoked it, you saved the only piece of weed that was bought on the day it was legalized. That's going to be the only gram of it left in the country. That's going to be worth something to like a memorabilia guy. And you can sell it because that's legal now. And I imagine in 10 years, there'd be some 
really into it stoner guy who's like, oh my god, it's the mythical nugget. I've heard about this. On that day, it was extra stuff. It's gonna get me so high. I'll spend thousands of dollars on it, man. That's how I assume they talk. <laughs> That's like your hippie Canadian. I'm sorry, could I have that weed, eh? They had on the 13th of June, Canada, Mexico, and the United States made a joint bid for the World Cup. Did they get it? I don't know how that even works. That's not a country. That's a continent. It's gonna be in North America. The North American World Cup. To put that in perspective, Australia is another continent, which that's the only place that makes sense. Let's say that Europe made the bid. That's messed up. (laughs) That's a serious problem. So July. Oh, immediately I see good news. Ethiopia and Eritrea officially declare an end to their 20-year conflict. Not good for them. They work things out. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't even know one of them was a country. Yeah, I don't know what an Eritrea is. I assume it's a country. (laughs) Hey, see, all that World Vision money went to something. (laughs) Does that mean we stopped sending them money? They have the day after that, 12 boys and their football coach are successfully rescued from a flood in Dham Lu Nang Nong Cave in Thailand. Yeah, I remember that. That made World news because it sounded like it was fake they went a football team's trapped in a cave <laughs> how did what? they get in the cave you know when you hear fake news mm. you go that can't be real and then everyone's like no it's a real thing see yeah if i'm gonna be stuck underground with somebody 12 young boys is not really on my list at all yeah no that doesn't help at all especially if i'm meant to be the authority figure i'm not sacrificing anything for those kids like, at least girls would sit quietly those boys they're gonna cause a cave in i'm already planning which one i'm eating first though. oh yeah yeah, the fat one. <laughs> it's, of course it's the fat yeah. one. This year, this is my big news, I watched a show called Alone. It's a reality TV show where they send... Did you watch it with anyone? I did, yeah, with I Ali. So you didn't watch it alone? No, I just watched people be alone. With this... someone. Yeah, You're like, a... oh, thank God I'm not alone. Yeah, you don't want to sit there and be like, oh, I feel just like them. I'm so isolated, hated, hated. So what was the show about? Okay, so they sent these people out alone to the Mongolian wilderness and they just have to live off the land. They've got limited things they can take with them and whoever stays out the longest wins. Half a million dollars, I believe. Oh, really? So it's a lot. And the guy who won, because there's like, they're like really extreme camping people, like, you know, the survivalist type people and they're all really like fit, capable, smart. The guy who won was the dumbest one of them. (laughs) He was absolutely useless. He caught a couple of mice that he ate, (laughs) but what he did was he got really fat before he left and he just sat around being fat (laughs) that's actually a genius idea isn't it everyone else came in kind of really like healthy bodies really fit kind of skinny lean lean like really good for catching food if you're successful there was an episode where he's like well I got some leeches on me because I went in the wrong place (laughs) I think I'm gonna eat them and he ate leeches and oh there's a mouse I finally caught it after days of trying (laughs) and then it was down to him and this other guy and the other guy was really really successful he went fishing he caught all kinds of stuff and then it just came down to he's like the winter set in so that he couldn't catch any food so he just laid in bed the whole time and the other guy's like well I'm gonna make some tea la 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 yeah I'm a little hungry today but every time I get a bit you know oh I'm hungry I just pinch my belly and go no I'm still good (laughs) the other guy they pretty much had to drag out of there from starvation (laughs) and this guy's sort of like oh I won cool he just sat around whittling things he made a chair he made a spoon I'm gonna make this spoon for a little girl I know there we go He just got thin. (laughs) And he wasn't even done being fat when they picked him up. He was still kind of tubby. See, I feel that that could kind of be me. Because if I was dropped in the woods, my strategy is just to sit there and wait to die. Maybe (laughs) even in the fetal position. (laughs) 
<laughs> but because I would probably be fatter than most of the other contestants, got I'd edge. just be laying there in the fetal position, not using up energy, just getting up skinnier. And then eventually they come and tap me and go, you just won. Oh my God, save me. <laughs> I wanted to quit, but I didn't know how. I just cried myself to sleep every night. I survived by drinking my own tears. <laughs> The salt was the energy I needed. So live and learn, people. You can be as fit and healthy and smart as you want, but sometimes that's no match for an idiot who's fat. That would be so awesome if you were stuck in the wilderness with someone who is in great shape. And at the beginning of it, you're thinking like, oh shit, I'm going to die and they're going to survive. But after a while, they're wasting away and you're like, huh, I feel all right. I just pinched my belly and I feel fine. (laughs) I'm actually feeling lighter, more dynamic. I think I'm actually getting fitter from (laughs) sitting here doing nothing. It's like a forced diet. I'm no good with willpower. (laughs) I see chocolate cake, I just eat it. Turns out it's an evolutionary factor that keeps your whole species alive. Your need to consume chocolate cake. So if you're going to do a survival challenge, get fat. I think it's also a good personification of America. Kind of stupid, but too fat to lose. If I was ever going to do a weight loss contest, that's how I'd do it too. I would put on a fuck ton of weight before I did it. And then also drink a shit ton of water before I got the weigh in. Get absolutely as heavy as possible. That's how they did it on Biggest Loser. Uh, It helps to be as fat as possible yeah. so you have the most to lose because yeah especially if it's done by weight then you're cold and no muscle either you don't want to gain muscle you want to be all fat and then just sit there and don't eat and you should win <laughs> starve yourself and survive with the body fat apparently it works i should point out at this point neither garth nor i are doctors <laughs> yeah um, but if you're coming to us for survival information you are screwed <laughs> if this is your only contact to the rest of the world you're gonna die we would be sitting in the wilderness going i wish i hadn't eaten all those mars bars i feel sick <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to throw up. I've eaten too much sugar. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better. We thought getting fat would be a good thing. It turns out your body eating its own fat hurts. You're like, I caught the mouse. I'm like, I'm not eating that. Yeah, I'll get the next one. You go ahead. You just like let it go again. He's <laughs> been tracking it for two days. It's my pet now. If anything, I'm actually feeding it. <laughs> Any food I find, I give to the mouse. The share price for Facebook drops by almost 20% after the company warns investors that user growth has slowed following the data leak scandal. Oh yeah, they had a whole data leak scandal. Which turns out that they didn't want to just provide you with a free service. They were collecting your information. I don't know why anyone would argue that anything they put on Facebook was private information to begin with. Isn't the whole point of Facebook to let everyone know your business? Pretty much we just use it to promote our stuff. I think our presence on Facebook is the most impersonal... It's a business. That's all it appears to be. Whereas I get other people, they tell you where they are. Why would you ever do that? I'm just going to broadcast out to the rest of the world and anyone that happened to send me a friend request because I need the numbers. Got to look like I got a lot of friends. Hey guys, I'm going to be at this spot. I don't understand. And then Facebook, oh, we've leaked a whole bunch of data. How could you? I hope they leaked our data. I know. I'm trying to get that out there. That's got to help, right? Yeah. Who's the guy in charge of Facebook? Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, that guy, the alien guy. Hey, if you want to leak wiki review, like, put it out there. We will testify that we're cool with it. I'm fine with it. Leak my information. There's nothing on Facebook that I'm pretty sure I don't want Facebook to know. <laughs> then what do you think about the whole everyone spying into your life? Does that freak you out? The Snowden thing did freak me out. The idea that they can hack into laptops and computers and look at the camera. But, I mean, there's that many people jerking off to laptops, right? Because that's probably the only thing they're ever going to catch you doing through the camera. That's the worst 
worst possible scenario. There's nothing worse than that, is there? Like no. what? They see you editing videos. <laughs> what are they going to do with that footage? Nothing. So the worst thing they're going to see is you jerking off. Like the millions other people, they go, oh, it's a guy jerking off. Okay, click to the next camera. Oh, it's a guy jerking off. Click to the next one. Oh, it's a chick jerking off. Click to the next one. Like, it's just millions of people jerking off. You'd fall into the crowd, is uh. my point. It's like, you know, if you crap your pants at school, everyone makes fun of you. But if everyone craps their pants, then it's okay. So what are they going to do to you, really? Well, I think Facebook was selling it more to corporations and not the government. But then I look at this on the next step of like, okay, yes, this is something I heard from a marketing person, which means they're already morally skewed. But oh no, they're going to learn what you like and try to sell it to you. Yeah, they'll give me a Coke anytime I feel like a Coke. Oh, so Ben's really interested in like mountain biking. I know you're not, just go with it. He's really into mountain biking. We're going to send ads of mountain bikes he might like. Oh my God, how could they invade my privacy like that? It means I'll never have to watch a tampon commercial again. Because the tampon people don't like that I'm watching that. There's no point. That's a waste of money to them. They didn't spend hard-earned cash on your information to sell you something you're not going to buy. Yeah, same with the toothbrush people. I just get all penis enlargements and I'm damn proud of it, thank you. Yeah, when are they going to stop that? Is all this spying going to realize that I'm happy with my penis size and I don't need it enlarged? Well, they'll probably stop on you eventually, but they know I'm a cash cow. told you, once you buy one supply, they're just going to keep hitting you up. Yeah, hopefully. One of them's bound to work. So yeah, that's Facebook. All right. So August. Apple becomes the world's first public company to achieve a market capitalization of $1 trillion. They can't see you doing the Dr. Evil pinky thing. Yeah, but they know I was. But yeah, a trillion dollars. That's a lot of money for apples, right? And Mm. what are they, Red Delicious? Considering they're a company that we were pretty sure was bankrupt at one stage. The Simpsons choreographed this great during the 90s. What computers? Apple computers. Sponsored by that guy who did the US Festival. The what festival? And now it's like everything. It's a trillion dollar company. Consumed. So it's the richest company ever, is it? Uh, the first public company to achieve a trillion dollars. There might have been some private wealthy people who have a trillion dollars. I don't know. I would like a trillion dollars. Sounds like that. a good number. Like if you have a trillion dollars, why are you still working? You can be the dumbest person with your money with a trillion dollars. I can't possibly spend that. That's Brewster's millions. You can't spend <laughs> it all. You can be the dumbest human being and have the best life that you ever dreamed of be as wasteful as you want and you're still gonna die with like people fighting over your inheritance that'd be great so I just gotta invent an iPod and then turn it into an iPhone and then be a trillion dollar company you just gotta eye stuff eye robots eye patches I also had in the end of August Scott Morrison succeeded Malcolm Turnbull so we originally voted in Tony Abbott then we had Malcolm Turnbull and now we got Scott Morrison for now he's probably gonna be ousted soon by the time you're hearing this we probably got a new prime minister between us recording and the next day when it comes up yeah it's literally happening as we're speaking it's gonna be the stan lee thing all over again wikipedia cannot keep up oh yeah so that's august good for them september there's a bunch of fires i said there was fires in the last one as well last month the military parade kills at least 29 people what quite a parade. I know it's an attack at a military parade. Why would you attack a military parade? That seems like... That's cocky. That's not a pride parade. Those people come armed. Though are their guns loaded when they do the parade? Well, they have magazines in them, but you'd assume they wouldn't, eh? Suppose that's when you got everyone without any ammo on them. Oh, and there was a tsunami in Indonesia. They killed a fuck ton of people. Whoa! 2,256. Did we hear about that? Wow, a lot of people didn't make it to 2019. Yeah, and injuries to more than 10,000 people. That was a 7.5 
five earthquake that caused that. Okay, I'm not the expert on earthquakes, but that's a big number for earthquakes. It does sound like a large number. I don't know what the magnitudes mean, but I, 7.5 sounds big. Yeah, I think anything over five is devastatingly huge. That's my assumption. I love that we live in Australia. <laughs> that's the only reason I love Australia more than anything else. But earthquake proof <laughs> is Australia. Isn't it a system too where like you have a magnitude three is twice as big as a magnitude two? I think so. Like it doubles each number? Yeah, uh, and that was September. Wow, worst September in history. Um, October. <laughs> Hurricanes, people march places. Canada legalizes the sale of cannabis, becoming the second country in the world after to- Uruguay. Didn't that happen earlier? Yeah, like, well, they legalized the sale of it before they legalized the recreational use. Oh, so the first time you could have weed, but you couldn't sell it. Now they can sell it. And what I said earlier about the country selling out, that happened in October. Oh, there you go. Uruguay? Had it legal? I've- yeah, Uruguay. What about Amsterdam? Oh, that's technically not legal to sell. Like, it's not a legalized sale. Like, you can't just go sell it. I think this means, like, just open sale. You know, I'm having all these memories of people saying, you should go to Uruguay, but uh, never explaining why. And I just thought, but that's South America. You should go to South America. Isn't that dangerous? No, nah, man, trust me. Uruguay is awesome. Okay. Now you understand. All right. That makes plenty of sense. On October 20th, you had 700,000 people march through the center of London to stop war and something to do with Brexit. I always thought Brexit was a serial. I don't really know what the problem is or why it's taking so long. It's Britain leaving the EU so it's an exit. Britain exit. How long does it take you to leave something? You say goodbye and then you go out the door and you're gone. How long has this Brexit thing been going for? It just seems like all I know about England is it's been trying to leave. A lot of paperwork. So much paperwork. See England wants to become independent. We don't even want to become independent from England. Like we'll be part of the European Union. (laughs) Oh you're leaving? We'll leave too. I want to do what you're doing. I would love that if England just not only are we leaving the EU you, we're dropping the Commonwealth. <laughs> You're on your own, Australia. And how hard could it be? Oh, there's so much paperwork to leave the EU. No, nah, just be like a boss and just drop Mike and walk off. You guys fill it in. I'm just not playing anymore. You don't have to quit being anything. You just stop showing up. October also has its plane crash. Of course it does. Lion Air Flight 610. On the coast of Java, 189 people. That's gone back up again. And I believe that's Indonesia, isn't it? So they cram more people in the plane. Or at least they hit more people on the way down. And also NASA's Kepler mission ends after the spacecraft runs out of fuel. That sounds a bit like NASA should have thought ahead on that. Although I think that's the one which they went out in space or something. Like it went as far as it can. Yeah, and then they just ditch it. Let's leave some space junk out there. Which they did say earlier in the month somewhere that an unmanned European Japanese spacecraft, BP Colombo, that's a cute name, is launched on a seven year journey to Mercury. Which I have been watching my space. A lot of things have been happening in space. That's why NASA's got a lot of stuff happening this year. They sent a probe up to Mercury. That's the closest planet to the sun. They found ice on it. Ice on Mercury. Ice, ice, baby. Do, 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 do. Copyright infringement. <laughs> you know when you hear something that just changes everything you ever thought you knew about everything? Wouldn't it be too hot for ice? That's what I thought. How does it have ice then? Because it has essentially no atmosphere, which means it has nothing to retain the heat. And it has caves that never see the light of the sun. So heat never gets in there. So there's ice. So it's frozen in there permanently because when Mercury goes around the sun, I think it's always the same side facing it or something. Like it only rotates 
rotates once a year. So there's ice on Mercury. All right, I need to rewrite everything I know. I don't Doesn't know- every planet revolve once a year? No, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like a day for us? One day for Mercury is an entire revolution around the sun. So I think it's like <clears throat> 80 days or something. So every day lasts 80 days there. And it'd be really hot. Like, <clears throat> it'd suck on Mercury. Oh, yeah. I doubt it'd be pleasant. Still better than the gas ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least you got something to like stand on. Even if it is hot or cold. It'd be one of those places where it's either insanely hot or insanely cold. If you stand right on the cross point, mm. you'd be half frozen and half boiled to death. Like there's no in between. November. Okay, and then keep on going with NASA. The Dawn mission concludes after it runs out of hydrazine fuel. So all their things are just running out of fuel. Could this be to do with the oil crisis? I don't know how space exploration works. when did they works. launch them? They would have launched them like years ago. Be like so it would have been cruising. that oil crisis. Oh, like the 60s one because the Saudis put up an embargo or something. Campfire ignites in Butt County. In Butt County. Butt County. They lit a fire up under their ass. <laughs> I hear it was a gas leak. <laughs> Seriously, though, it was California's deadliest and most destructive wildfire with 88 deaths. Ass! Uh. <laughs> and there were 18,000 buildings destroyed. Never try to light a fart. None but lesson. county anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least go to like Gooch County if you're going to start playing with matches. On November 26, NASA did get a probe on Mars. But they've done that before. Like, what's yeah, this is a new one. What's it going to do? Discover the wreckages of the other ones? This one might fight aliens. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, the other ones, they were looking, but they didn't see them. Doesn't mean they're not there. The absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. So if someone gave you like a remote control and you could see it on a little screen, would you want to drive around the buggy on Mars? Little insight, you could just drive it around. It would be great in theory. The problem is everything's like five minutes apart. So you say go forward. Five minutes later, it will get the message to go forward. And then five minutes after that, you'll get to see it go forward. And it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be so cool. I'm like, I did that. I moved it on Mars. Interstellar, reaching out. I've got fingers in all kinds of Pies. We are in the future. <laughs> you will all bow to me. I'm I control things on Mars. That's right. I got a planet. I'm the only one controlling anything on that planet. You're like, watch this. Wait for it. Wait for it. Five minutes later. There, there, there. That. You see that? <laughs> Chinese scientist, he Jun Q, yep. he cool guy, at a public conference in Hong Kong, announces that he has altered the DNA of twin human girls born earlier in the month to try and make them resistant to infection with the HIV virus. So he actually altered DNA of someone born. This is a big deal that people said. You know, they go, oh, should you do it? Oh, I don't know. I've seen Gattaca. I don't know if this is going to work out right. Isn't that how, like, the Terminator started? I mean, if it's to prevent viruses. But that's how they get you, man. <laughs> get me. I don't want to get sick. Doesn't it sound a bit weird? Like, okay, so this Chinese guy's like, all right, there's twin girls. I'm going to make sure that they're resistant to HIV. Do you happen to have HIV? Because that's really <laughs> suspect. Oh, let me tell you, in 18 years time, uh, oh, they better be resistant to it. <laughs> so I've been building it up. I thought like if they said they'll be born immune to polio or something, that's noble. Why did you start with HIV. That's a weird place to start. And at least make them boy... No, I don't know. I don't know which one. No, that doesn't matter the gender. They're both sick. And also because they're children, they're just born. Mm. Of course, it's going to be gross. Like, you can't say, oh, I've altered the DNA of someone who's of legal age. It's too late now. You just got to hope they're going to be hot later. <laughs> yeah, he's taking a big gamble there. That's his <laughs> life work. He's like, ah, oh, there are goes. Forget it. So, guys keep track of those girls and, like, I think that would be, like, anytime they get, like, the slightest cough, everyone goes, what's that? Are you okay? What's going on? Are 
you falling apart? Are you going to turn into goo like the guy in X-Men who turned to water? Well, all jokes aside, though, what is the realistic process that they're planning to do? They've got these girls that are resistant to HIV. Are they going to inject them with HIV and just go, hope you don't actually get it? Because if I fuck this up, then you're going to die of AIDS. Yeah, because one of two things can happen. Either this worked and they are immune to HIV. We won't know about it unless someone specifically and scientifically tries to give them HIV. Or they fall apart because of meddling with DNA mutates them and they turn into jelly. <laughs> so either it's a failure or it's a really awkward situation where you're like, well, we're going to try and give you AIDS. That doesn't seem right. Start with smallpox. Something we can cure and work backwards from there. Proof of concept. <laughs> and then December, the month we're in now. Which is what I talked about. France had the worst civil unrest since the protest of 1968. What they're calling the Yellow Vests Movement. Which <laughs> if you've seen it, it's a whole bunch of people in high vis. At first when I saw the footage, because I don't keep track of the news, I just thought like, a bus driver's on strike? What's going on? They got a lot of bus drivers. <laughs> but whoever started this movement clearly sells high vis. <laughs> you guys should protest, but you need to stand out in the crowd. It would help you get seen more by the people you're trying to protest against. That's true. You would actually stand out, like being in bright colours. We used to use camo and then they used to think no one showed up. <laughs> That's more true than you realise. <laughs> <laughs> That's why uh, the Black Panthers didn't do so well. They were pretty big on the camo. If it wasn't for the red hats, people would be like, what, there's just a bunch of bushes showed up in the park? And then I don't think much else happened. I mean, we're going to get so fucked if like something happened on the 29th of <laughs> December or something like that. That would stop the illusion that this is being sold to you live. Live. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, even if we were telling you this live, if we were on the phone to you telling you what we saw on Wikipedia, it probably wouldn't be updated by the minute. It's not going to be updated until like mid-January. <laughs> I mean, who keeps up with that stuff? What if it's something epic like Hitler shows up, but what had happened is he had snuck into a time machine and teleported to the year 2018 right at the end. And so he just appears out of nowhere and then Hitler's there like, hey, did Germany rise up and take you all. Hey guys, it's the Fuhrer. What's up? Uh, I want to explain a few misconceptions about me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Jewish person? Did we miss one? <laughs> No, I yeah. like the idea of like, yeah, so he goes to this time machine. He arrives, goes, hi, I'm Hitler. Heil, I'm Hitler. And it's known as the shortest amount of time someone's gone from speaking to dead. As a planet, everyone just kills him. <laughs> We've all discussed it. Everyone's made it very clear that if you see Hitler, you are to kill him immediately. This isn't one of those do not approach, he's dangerous situations. This is pick up the closest, sharpest object to you and lunge. Everyone's going to do it. We're all going in. Don't don't be a wuss. So yeah, if that happens before the end of the year, we'll do like a prologue like we did when Stan Lee died. Hey guys, just quickly. <laughs> Speaking of deaths, they do have a huge list here. I thought it would be, wow, how many fucking people died? Lots of people die. This is actually a big year for deaths. They have the photos here and I don't recognize any of them. Do you recognize any of these? No, not yet. Oh, you have John Mahoney, who was the dad from Frasier. He died. Oh, wow. I'm actually surprised he lasted this long. And Eddie the dog died several years ago. Actually, they had like three different Eddies as they all died off. Meanwhile, we will not see Stephen Fry or James L. Jones on this list, as I've previously <laughs> stated. <laughs> they should have like a 
list of people Garth thought died this year. Probably as long as this one. I don't know what happened this year and I don't know how it got in my head, but I just kept thinking people were dead and then I'm honestly happy that they're alive. Really? Stephen Fry's alive? Oh, that's wonderful. Who's Billy Graham? <laughs> that sounds familiar. Oh, he's an evangelistical Christian. Christian. Yeah, so see if God's happy with all that money he raised for him. God loves money. Stephen Hawking. Oh yeah, Stephen Hawking died. There's a person. Well, half person, half robot. <laughs> yeah, and with that brain, I... he didn't seem human. He's like too smart to be a human and then got the whole robot vibe to him. And the creepy thing is he's English with an American accent computer. I mean, he's smarter than people. He's like a superior human brain put on a motorized wheelchair. But no, he was a cool dude. It oh, is yeah. weird not having him around. Yeah. Sort of Neil deGrasse Tyson's come and just take that spot. And... Yeah, we got a funky black guy now because he was a really smart dude. No one's taking that away and he did a lot of cool stuff. But because he looks so decrepitly nerdy, mm-hmm. we just intrinsically trust him. He could have been talking absolute crap. And a lot of the things that documentaries he was in and did the, well, you know, the, the monologuing of it, mm-hmm. which, you know, anyone could type that into that program. He explains a lot of complicated things very simply so that we can understand. I don't know if he's the guy at the head doing all the number crunching and figuring everything out, but he was the perfect face of science where we go, look, he's only alive because of science. So, you know, you know he's on science's side. I keep meaning to see that movie about him. I've seen it. It's, uh, I keep thinking it's like Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> I think it's the same guy. I'm kind of glad that there's not too Ah, uh, Lee Erming, the man from Full Metal Jacket. Oh no, is he dead? I didn't know that. Why didn't no one tell us this? That guy, for those of you who don't know, he was an actual military drill sergeant who would yell at Marines and stuff. And that's how he got his role as a Marine drill sergeant in the movie Full Metal Jacket. They auditioned him and he did that, you slimy little punk, oh, blah, 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 just yelling nonstop. And apparently that was his audition. He just stood there as a sergeant and yelled at people and they were throwing ping pong balls at him and he wouldn't stop. <laughs> like that was the test. Like, yeah, you're on board, man. He was awesome. You're from Texas. Holy shit. Only two things come from Texas, steers and queers. And you don't look like a steer to me. That kind of narrows it down a bit. You a Peter Puffer? Sir, no, sir. Bullshit. I'll bet you can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. What's your major malfunction, numb nuts? <laughs> Did your mom have any kids that survived? Looks like the best part of you crawled down your mama's crack became a brown stain on the carpet. How tall are you anyways? Six foot two. Holy crap, I didn't know they stacked shit that high. The first half of that movie is one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah. I think when they get to the war, like whatever, he made that movie. Oh, it's just awesome. Just watching him go is just great. This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This is for fun. <laughs> Imagine you join the army and they're like, all right, everyone, like, get in your boxer shorts and t-shirts. Hold a gun in one hand. Hold your balls in another. Then we're all going to march around in a circle, lifting our gun when we say rifle and lifting our scrotum when we say gun. Well, the point is, is that's not a gun you have. It's a rifle. Trying to get that point across. See, that's why you'd need to do it. They don't have gun safety like that anymore, do they? This is why it's so irresponsible. You know, he was also the janitor's father in Scrubs. That's a brilliant casting. He only had one episode that he was in where everyone's parents came to visit including the janitor's dad which was him he was kind of hard on him and told him that he wasn't doing anything right as he would yeah I'm gonna miss that guy I didn't even know he died I'm kind of bummed out by that and just below him Barbara Bush died didn't also George Bush Sr. die yeah they both died this year that's weird hey the midget died Vern Troyer that's right (laughs) speaking of Austin Powers it's mini me yeah I remember hearing that I completely forgot though I guess there won't be an Austin Powers sequel and if there is it won't be as good yeah it'll be that Indian midget that was in Willy Wonka there's a Vici guy died Who's that? He's a DJ. Yeah, he looks like it, but he looks like a DJ from like the 90s. He had a few songs recently. Or a couple years.
years ago. That's recently to me. No later than this year, clearly. That's a really sad way to end a podcast. Yeah, why are we doing this? Oh, Joe Jackson. Does that count as a happy thing? Michael Jackson's dad died? I don't know. It's best not to touch that one. Yeah, let's keep moving. (laughs) I'm just sorry I said anything. Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah, Aretha Franklin died. And Kofi Annan. I don't know who Kofi Annan is. He was the head guy of the UN. The one that is the nice people in the blue. You feel they should be more famous. I'm pretty sure he would have been played by Morgan Freeman. I could see that. Yeah, let's not pass over Aretha Franklin. She was a talent and that was great. And she actually probably will have a movie made about her. And there will be some R-E-S-P-E-C-T in that movie. Oh, those classic old singers that you're not allowed to make fun of. Especially after they just die. Nor would we want to. John McCain died? I know who Uh, he is. That's right. And Obama came and spoke at his funeral. Which is good because he ran against Obama. Wouldn't you be kind of pissed off if the guy you lost to came and spoke at your funeral? It's like, you're going to shadow me at my own funeral too? Well, apparently John McCain requested it. Well, he liked Obama. So he disagreed with him on things, but he liked him on a personal level. I do not want Trump speaking at my funeral. Please just promise me that guy will not speak. Get someone classy, someone cool that everyone likes. Like, uh, like that Obama guy. Burt Reynolds. How can we go past poor Burt Reynolds? We lost a mustache. Now we just got Tom Selleck left and classic mustaches. Smokey and the Bandit. We lost the Bandit, man. Stroke Race is gone. And I think I've already mentioned this throughout the year. I've had my personal mourning period for that. I don't know who Mac Miller is, but that sounds familiar. He's a rapper. Stanley. That's kind of weird because they're not going to have the cameos anymore. And there's the George Bush Sr. finally, but we mentioned earlier. That's sad. Jeb and Junior. Yeah, they lost both their parents this year. Sad year for them. So that's all the deaths. Oh, wow. So this is like a long episode. Oh, eh, it's God. New Year. <laughs> yeah, we're getting close to the countdown, guys. All right. Well, I reckon closing on deaths, terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, in retrospect... Did we do that last year? Possibly. (laughs) I reckon we do this. We talked about this where you knew I was going to gravitate towards it. Films that came out this year. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have a quick look over it so we can end light. Although the natural end to things is death. (laughs) That does sound like a natural way. Let's talk about the top 10 Oh my God. I remember. Remember we talked about the uh, number one box office draws. Was it Infinity War? I said five. You said four weeks or something. Do you remember this? that sound familiar? Yeah, it was on the lists of number one box office films in... And we had to check to see, was it... It was in Australia. Okay, I'm so glad. All right, we're going to end this year by settling a bet. It still only goes down to... May. What the hell? They didn't finish this list. They stopped in May. So it's just the three. We're still on three. Okay, so we're going to end this year not knowing how many weeks in a row Infinity Wars were the top box office draw in Australia. But we do know that it is the number one movie movie of this year. It made over yeah. $2 billion. And Black Panther made $1.3 billion. I can't believe that. So they got the top two movies. And then there was Jurassic World, which was almost the same as Black Panther by Universal. But then Disney's back in again with Incredibles 2. Which I still haven't seen. And I only found out this week that was a thing. <laughs> to be fair. Their advertising <laughs> campaign went well. And, oh my god, I only just heard about this today that Mission Impossible Fallout was a thing. Because someone said, oh, some movie he saw it's not as good as Mission Impossible Fallout and like I stopped watching Mission Impossible when they let Limp Biscuit do the song and he's like what I'm like yeah that's a while ago never mind and then the Venom movie which was number five which came in above Mission Impossible good for them I, 
haven't seen it, but I've been I didn't told know it was out yet. I heard it sucked. I want to see Deadpool 2. That's my New Year's resolution. Nah, mine is the one under that, which is Bohemian Rhapsody. That's naturally going to come to me. I've heard that's really good. A lot of people said it was very great. Any movie that has Queen music in it, instantly Mighty Ducks or uh, Flash Gordon. Any movie that gets the Queen songs cranking, instant hit. So why not just do a movie about the guys who do the Queen songs? You know, Queen. It does seem about time they made a movie about them. And then you have at the number nine spot is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Are you surprised that there's such a big difference between Black Panther and Ant-Man? Not really. Oh, they are both Disney, aren't they? I'm surprised they made a sequel to that because I'm pretty sure I've said it on this podcast that's the only Ant-Man movie you'll ever see. Mm. It's not coming back. It sounds stupid. It's so limited. No one cares. And here they are with a number nine box office draw. Good for them. They don't make a character into a movie unless they can make like 200 of them. Yes. It's all going to interweave into their complex Marvel universe. Plus he plays parts in the other movies because they just released the trailer to Avengers Infinity War Part 2. It's Avengers 4. So this is going to sound stupid, but the Infinity War means it goes on forever, right? Never going to end. It's never going to end. Yeah. Do you know the title of the new Avengers movie? It's called Avengers Endgame. Well, that's not Infinity, is it? (laughs) It's the name of the movie. Avengers 4 Endgame. Until they have Avengers 4 Endgame 2. Endgamia. It's more of an ending. So yeah, everything is bleak in this new one. Have you seen the last one? I've seen none of them. Uh, Well, spoilers, bad guy wins. Oh, cool. So it's like uh, the second Star Wars. Cool. As soon as you see the trailers for this new Avengers thing, which inevitably you will, it pretty much shows that. I know there's a bald guy and he has a couple of rings. Kind of like Don King, but without the hair. So they're going to take him down. And I'm assuming they're going to because it's a Marvel movie. You don't do a movie which ends with the bad guy winning and then have a sequel and by the end of it he's still winning. That was sort of their Empire Strikes Back. And the number 10 movie was Fantastic Beasts. I think that's the second one. Crimes of... Oh yeah, I saw the first one. I haven't seen that. This I is all care stuff. for Harry Potter. I don't care for this. I don't know. It all seems stupid. I'm not into <laughs> magic and wizards and stuff. Uh, you only like it when people are born with mutations that cause magical powers and stuff. You don't like it when people can have a little wand. Yeah, yours just sounds implausible. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I get someone being bitten by a radioactive spider. But you can't learn things. I'm okay, like, hitting puberty and going, all right, I've got magical powers now. But the idea that I have to study for it, Mm. I just hope no one ever gets that because you don't deserve Uh. it. I don't want some nerd being better than me. Like, imagine, like, your power in this world is based on how hard you try. (laughs) No, I like the idea that I'm just born better than other people. That way I don't have to do anything. I'm not going to (laughs) study. So, wait, you can just watch a movie about a bunch of nerds. (laughs) Oh, we're going to be late to the library. Oh, I guess they read a book. And that's going to cure all the problems. Oh, my twig can beat your twig. (laughs) Deadpool has swords. Swords and witty bits and probably nudity too. He probably gets it out at some point. All right, so that's your top 10. All right, so that's the top 10 movies. Possibly the most important thing of the year. Oh, so that's... 2018 wrapped up. Wow. I think we've done it. Do you want to rate this Wikipedia page slash year? Okay, well, I'm going to give it a Deadpool 2 out of a possible Aretha Franklin because it's so full of stuff I haven't seen, but it sounds pretty cool. I don't remember any of this. It's like, you know, when you read a newspaper that's like five years old? Whoa, they should do something about that. Does anyone know about this? I feel like that's what I felt like this whole time. We've just read stuff I didn't know about. Definitely the International Year 
year of the reef, I'll give it that. Yeah, uh, just for a little bit though. Just for a little bit. The rest of the year and then we're done. Then we're into 2019 then and forget about the reefs. You yeah. can go back to dumping then. We'll probably be allowed to use plastic bags again. Because they're single use reusable. I don't know what's happened to the world anymore. I think mean, that was two things we forgot to mention. Gay marriage became legal and plastic bags became illegal. Related? I'll have to check into that. But yeah, we got gay marriage in Australia. <laughs> that is exactly like the abortion in Ireland and the Archbishop woman. Actually, was that last year or this year? We probably sound really um, stupid right now if we're wrong. Legalized in... I'll probably say it still isn't. <laughs> no, December 2017. Okay, so... Well, we blew that one. I'm assuming we talked about it on the last year. That was big news, but it spilt over because it was the end of the year. Happened basically a year ago. Altogether, we have had our first successful year of Australia having gay marriage. And hey, look at that. No rapture. If anything, I'd say it's much more nice, at least aesthetically. A lot of committed gay couples. Yeah, good for them. Doing what straight people were illegally allowed to do, but didn't want to do. Good for you. I look forward to seeing Deadpool 2. I hear good things. Weed legalized around the world. Trump didn't kill us. We lost some good people. And I'm sure there's some people who would have been Hitler if given the chance. You will never know. That's how I see this year. That's how I see this page. Ben, what did you think? I guess I'll give my rating out of 2018 because I'm too lazy to think of anything else. I just remembered what happened last year. I gave my rating out of 2017. Yeah, and I called it before you said it. (laughs) And I really stole your thunder. You're welcome for me not interrupting this time. Like I've learned over a year. (laughs) Oh my God. Have I developed as a human being? (laughs) And as a podcast. So Ben, what are you rating this? I've enjoyed this year. It's been a good year for us. So yeah, I'll give this a 2010. That was also a good year. I Giving guess. it a quite a high rating. I think I give a lot of pages a high rating. Yeah, well, we tend to have fun. I like Wikipedia. I gotta say, as we've gone further in, we've learned to find the entertainment better. So they're all good fun. Any earlier ratings where we said it was bad, if we went back now, we know how to use the page now. Really, if anything, those earlier ratings were on us, not Wikipedia. But no, aside from that, We've definitely got to plug our YouTube channel, which is Humidor, Facebook, which is also Humidor, and our website, which is humidor.com.au. Boom! You can email us at wikireviewpodcast at gmail.com, or you can just Facebook us at Humidor. Whatever's easier for you. Yeah, there's so many avenues in how you can get in contact with us. And we definitely do have a lot of videos coming out in the new year. One of our New Year's resolutions that we have for 2019 is to release more stuff. That's definitely something we've talked about. So jump on that YouTube and subscribe straight away so that you'll be aware because we're really bad at communicating. It'll come out and you'll be like, hey, look, they're doing stuff. So yeah, definitely get on board with that in the new year. And hey, dude, we did it. Another year. We did it. Oh, and we should even mention, we've passed 50 episodes. We're up to 53. This is is our 53rd episode. Plus all those other little things we've chucked in. I think that's right. No, 52nd. This is our 52nd episode. Oh my God. 52nd. 52. That's a deck of cards, man. We could have one playing card for every episode. This Mm. one, I feel, is the Jack of Diamonds. (laughs) And that doesn't even include our Christmas specials or bonus episodes. Oh, they're the the Jokers. in the how to play card <laughs> yeah we have had a whole bunch of other episodes so I think we've done well we've done really well I'm very happy with this year as at least as far as wiki my life is an absolute mess but this is going good <laughs> this is all I have <laughs> and we can give you a small sneak peek into next year as well because we kind of forgot that we had to do the wrap up show so we had already recorded a previous episode so next time you get to hear the episode for American Mafia hey that's a good way to start you. 
year. And that was actually a really good episode. So you get to listen to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, we promise we'll learn to use calendars better. Oh. This is the part where I'm looking at the schedule going like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed us for the year. If you're new to us this year, I hope you keep listening. I hope you enjoyed the Christmas episode we put out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep listening. 2019, baby. What? What? Yeah, we're going to continue making that number bigger. Going to go for 53 more. We'll review our options after that. Yeah, 106. No more. And that's final. <laughs> Non-negotiable. <laughs> I will not go further than that. So people enjoy the 106 episodes we provide for you. <laughs> I can't believe we're up to 52, though. Oh, wait. So that would be 104. I keep thinking we're up to episode 53. That's next episode. This is like Stephen Fry with me, isn't it? I keep boosting us in episodes. Because we just did the Christmas episode, which we even did last year. So we just released one. So you're kind of... It's messed you up because we did three <laughs> weeks in a row of releasing. So episode 52 or whatever I wrote the episode title as. Thank you very much for listening, guys. I hope you've listened to us on New Year's Day. So you've got the countdown coming up. Um, on New Year's Eve, Eve, when it came out. If you save it all... Because that's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah, people saving it for New Year's Day. Yeah, you like, might have celebrated New Year's and going to start the year with Wiki Review. You see how long the episode is? Yeah, you might have done it on New Year's Day. Absolutely. You've woken up. You're hung over. You've got all those mistakes. Message us if you're listening to this before the end of the year. I would like a New Year's thing from any fans. That would be lovely. That'd be awesome. I guarantee you, if you get on the Facebook, we will get back to you and we will be in a state you don't know what we'll say. Best time to get in touch with us. All right. Well, that's been it for another year of Wiki Review. I've been Garth Remington. I've been Ben Graw. And I just totally stepped on you then. Like, yeah. how have we done the 52nd episode and now I choose to fuck it up? <laughs> Should we go again? I think we're going to have to. I'm so <laughs> Okay, well, that's been another year of Wiki Review. I've been Ben Graw. I've been Garth Remington. And we'll catch you in 2019 for more Wiki Review. Bigger, better, probably the same length, though. Find Humidor on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and at humidor.com.au. Theme is I Live for the Bass Drum by DJ Searle. All other music by Matt Graw. That's another year down. What have we done this year? We've done, we started the year with Stroppy Seconds, which was little stab at Mickey Flykick. Uh, Sorry for that. What a great way to start the year. It really did set a tone, didn't it? <laughs> but then we followed that up by talking about a list of unusual deaths. Then we did amusement park. Emotion. Controversial Reddit communities. That was fun. Time travel. Public domain. Dystopia. Remake. Donald Trump. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Creationism. Will Smith. Astrological sign. Gun control. Piracy. Batman. Stereotypes of animals. Alien abduction entities. Self-driving car. The Simpsons. List of eponymous laws. List of lists of lists. X-Men. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Joke. The Christmas special, a wiki review saves Christmas. And then we're going to end it with 2018. And that's another year on wiki review. We did it, man.